This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. From the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Oh man, here we are. It is the Break the Bell Podcast, and it is election day eve. Yes. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. Can you feel it in the air? Bill, can you feel it in the air? I do. Are I you do. excited for this election cycle, oh this election gosh. season? I'm ready for it to be over. <laughs> I am too. I was telling you before the show, like I was clicking on election ads trying to just yes. find something stupid. And I was getting election ads on my election <laughs> ads. And it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. And it's just like the text election yes. ads yeah. are getting to the point where it's like incriminating on my privacy at this point it's just like right. i should not be receiving this many text yeah. messages from politicians yeah and, and like you were saying you, you type stop and then someone else starts sending them yeah it, do you think these are real people here's 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 my my latest joe biden and the democrats have taken iowa in the wrong direction how has joe biden taken iowa in the yeah, wrong right. direction <laughs> It's time to vote them out and get our country back on track. Democrats' dangerous agenda includes reckless spending, causing inflation, soft on crimes, and open borders. Republicans are running to reduce costs, secure the border, and support our law enforcement. Click here to learn how to cast your ballot and save our country. Ooh, save the country. What's your latest? You got one? Yep, I got one. Let's see here. Susan Weinacht? I don't know who that is. I probably should. Yeah, right. Uh, let's see. It says, a bold conservative vision for Iowa. Reduce taxes, grow the economy, fight for Iowa values. Ooh. Election day is tomorrow. If you have not already voted, American Energy Action Fund urges you to get out and vote for Susie Vinock. There's, I mean, there's nothing that get that says uh, go vote than um, talking about your American values. Right, it's yeah. like if you throw the words American values out there, oh, then yeah. I mean that's like, oh, my values yeah. are at stake. <laughs> right. Or or the the latest is uh, democracy is yeah. at stake. But I, I feel like values, your values, yeah. that hits a little more personal. It's just yeah. like. Do you value your values, Bill? Because if you yeah. value your values, protect your values <laughs> yeah. by valuing the, the, <laughs> the values this person of, for candidate. Yeah. When I was driving over, I heard there was like these two people in a shopping mark, market, and they're like, wow, these food prices sure are high. Do you think they'll ever come up, go back down? And the, the guy's like, not if Joe Kinney and Joe Biden get elected again. <laughs> Do people not realize Joe Biden is not on the ballot? I know. He's not. I mean, I don't even know if Joe Biden realizes that, but he probably he's not. does not. So when they're like, don't elect Joe Biden and his cronies back, it's like nobody's yeah. voting for right. Joe Biden. Yeah. I mean, it, I guess you could write him in yeah. because you can write in anybody. So 
What happens if Joe Biden wins a write-in ballot yeah. here in uh, yeah. <laughs> Iowa? What like what happens if 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 that becomes? <laughs> I, I want to see someone write him in. I, I want to see we don't them have all a mass write him campaign in. to like just write in Joe Biden. Yeah, just to see what like, happens. He becomes like governor of Iowa, <laughs> yeah. and he's the president or like, representative for um um precinct three two thirty six in Cedar Rapids. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Or school board. Yeah, <laughs> Cedar Rapids school board that. Yeah. Oh man, he'd probably do it. He'd he be like, he "Oh, would. it's it yeah. sounds like a step People up." People have me. spoken. <laughs> yes. I don't. I I don't know how that works, but I I, I want to try just yeah. because it sounds fun. How's everybody out there? Are you guys excited for uh, election time tomorrow? As excited as we are, because I am done with it. I th- yeah. this has been but, by far uh, the most, I'd say, ridiculous of the election. You cycles. realize it's just starting. Like you, you know that this is gonna whatever happens tomorrow is, sets the stage for twenty four. Sets the stage for twenty four, <laughs> and they're gonna start out January tw- two thousand twenty three, and it's not gonna stop. I don't even know if they'll wait that long. It'll probably be. <laughs> You're right. They probably Wednesday. will. Wednesday, because I already saw. I mean, some of the texts I were getting was uh, I can't remember who's running for attorney general, but they're like Donald Trump endorses so and so. For Attorney General, let's make America great again. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah I heard uh, Donald Trump is supposedly set to announce his running yes. uh, in the next couple of weeks. So yeah. he might he might save that. Maybe he'll do it tomorrow. Could yes. you imagine that? He'll oh. be like, uh, if it's forget, red, about, the, forget if it's about the goat. red sweep like they, they think it's going to be, yes, I, I can see him doing that. Do you think, do you think he will wait and see the do you think that's what he's yeah. waiting for to see how it goes because I, I feel if uh, it stays blue across the board in the senate he's yeah. probably going to be like uh, yeah. it's not looking so good because they're probably going right. to try to charge me yeah right <laughs> they're, he's waiting to see if uh, republicans take over and they'd yeah. be like well they're not going to charge me so i'm yeah. going to go ahead and run well, yeah yeah exactly and then if the red you know if the republicans take over then he's going to be like it's a mandate they want me back <laughs> God has spoken in his great wisdom. (laughs) In 1 Colossians 17, 36. Our our one Colossian. One (laughs) Colossian. You know... <laughs> you know the one Colossian. Yes. It's, it's 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 much bigger than the two Colossian. Uh, the one Colossian is the bi- the bigliest Colossian of all the Colossians in the the great book. <laughs> it the the book that's only uh, number two to my book. Uh, the uh, what was it? The Art of the Deal. Go yeah. go check that one out. But 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 first of all, after after you read that, then go read the good book. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. This it's going to be ridiculous. Uh, Trump was out this weekend. No, we'll get into all the stuff. He was out this weekend in Pennsylvania because Pennsylvania apparently oh, yes. is that's his buddy, Doctor Oz, right? It, yeah, and Pennsylvania is the place to be and yeah. the place to watch right now. And like I said, we'll we'll get into all that because um, I hate being told which elections, which races right. to keep an eye on. It's just yeah. like, why the fuck do I care about Pennsylvania's right. yeah. race? Yes, right. yes, it does affect the Senate overall, but yeah. it's like. Um, these people are supposed to be, it's supposed to be like for our state. So I don't give a shit about yeah. Pennsylvania's race because it, I can't affect Pennsylvania's race in any yeah. way, shape or form, unless I like somehow, uh, move there yeah. or move my dead grandma there in the next like, <laughs> right. uh, six hours. Then it, it doesn't matter to me what the race does because I can't change that yeah, in exactly. any way. There's that cringe factor, but also whenever you get somebody like, um, in Iowa here, we have Chuck Grassley who's like 92 and running for his like 50th term in office. And he's like, 
make sure you vote for me because I care about Iowa. I'm a man's man. And it's like, okay, dude, you've been in office forever. Yeah, what do you know about <laughs> <Iowa>? <laughs> Exactly. Uh, anyways, we'll get into all that fun stuff. We got, like, some of the most ridiculous quotes of, uh, or, like, video clips. Mm-hmm. I've got a few of them of this cycle. We've got some of the things, the, the races we're being told to watch, uh, the things we're being told to pay attention to, yes. the, the, um, the, uh, Things that are, are up for grab, like the the important values we're supposed to care about, right. they're telling us to care about yeah. and vote for. So we got all that stuff to talk about. But so. On the other hand of it, you you got people like Hillary saying that if the Republicans get voted in, it's the end of democracy as we know it's it. It's not just Hillary; it's everybody. Oh, I that, know, that, I know. What, that's the mantra right now. But so. she, she has the most grating voice. Oh my God, I hate her voice. I, I do have a Hillary clip to yeah, watch. So I was hoping you would. I, I do. So you get to hear it. Uh, before we get into the show, we obviously got to mention our democracy-loving coffee sponsor, which is Run Your Mouth Coffee. They support free speech, which I, I don't see too many politicians running on the platform <laughs> right. of free speech these days. No. Not even the Second Amendment has made no. really which I'm too surprised. much. Yeah, they because... haven't. Abortion's been real heavy on the other side. You figured Second Amendment would balance well, yeah, it out. You, well, you'd think the other side would also be pushing against or right. for like gun reform, kind of like right. they did two years ago. Yeah. But nobody's really talking about that. They, but they need a good mass shooting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. I'm surprised we haven't had one as of late. Right. But back to free speech uh, and coffee. Speaking of guns, uh, free speech and coffee. Run your mouth coffee supports your right to free speech, your right to be able to say all the things you want to say. Um, without being a dickhead, I guess, uh, without fear of being censored across the, the medias, across the platforms, across society itself. They also make a really good freaking cup of coffee. Uh, go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you. By using the promo code BREAKTHEBELL, you'll get 10% off your purchase, plus free shipping, and that's a freaking awesome deal. And you'll get deliciously fresh roasted coffee shipped straight to your door without ever having to put on a pair of pants, and that is America. Vote for for democracy, vote for uh, ordering your coffee without wearing pants. Yes. That is all. It's the American way. RYMCoffee.com. Do it. Do it now. Check us out all over, all over the social medias. You can find us on all the major platforms at BreakTheBellPod. That's our handle on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can find us across other platforms, some of the, the smaller ones that are out there. If you hang out there, let us know, because we don't hang out there as much because um, it's uh, like we only have so much time. But I like to hang out on Twitter. So if you um, are on Twitter, <laughs> definitely follow me because uh, I like to talk shit to a lot of the politicians and the, and the talking heads that are pushing some of these... Um, same talking points that the politicians push. Uh, Bill likes to hang out on Instagram, from what I'm told. So you can find us all over the social medias at Break the Bell Pod. Share us far and wide because that's how we get our name out there to do bigger and better things. Um, and that's ideally what we want to do. Do you have to enter like the PVP realm of Twitter now so you can like get it, go at it with people? Uh, I, 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 I not yet. Okay. I don't think okay. so. I don't think that's a thing yet. But okay. I, I'm going to get there. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I will take take on the best. So, um, I am the ultimate troll on Twitter. Yes. One of the ultimate trolls. So, if you enjoy enjoy trollery, follow me at Break the Bell Pod, uh, and share it. Share it. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe button. Do all that fun stuff that the kids are telling you to do these days. So uh, we can do more. If they do that, what they should do is like put your record next to your name, like. 
33 and 0 in in yeah. in Twitter yeah. battles. That would be badass. Yes. <laughs> Elon Musk, if you're listening, take our advice and do that. Yes. We're going to get right into the show and we are going to be talking about the midterm madness and all the bullshit that surrounds it. So, uh strap in, get yourself something to drink because uh we're going to have fun. Why not? Absolutely. Here we go. What did you say? <laughs> You talking to me? What what the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you saying? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well maybe he was talking to me. Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby! Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? I was muted, but we're back, and now we're not muted. Beautiful. We are back. That's what I was going to say. Talking about the midterms, the madness surrounding the midterms, all the stupidity surrounding the midterms, all the... It's almost like there's not even empty promises anymore. Like, no, uh, like they don't even Politics try. used to be empty yeah, promises. Right. Like, a vote for me, and I, I support this, and I support yeah. this, and I support this. <clears throat> now it's just become, vote for us because we're not them. They're bad, we're good, vote for us. And the other side's like, no, they're bad, we're good, vote for us. That just shows how polarized we've become. I mean, they don't even need to say what they stand for. They're just like, well, we're not Republicans, so, you know, um, vote for us. Vote for the Democrats, because we promise you we are not the Republicans. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) The Republicans are like, vote for the red guys, because we are not the blue guys. Exactly, yeah. Vote. I mean, it's just become a freaking a shit show yeah. all around. And the real threat to democracy is the fact that elections have turned into such a shit right. show. Yeah. It's neither side is a threat to yeah. democracy. It's just the shit show it's become exactly. is the threat to democracy. And, and nobody nobody cares to put what their platform is or what <laughs> they want to do, what their vision is. There is no vision anymore in politics, right? There's I've, agendas, but they're there's not going to spell vision. them out. They're exactly. just going to wait until they're elected. Right, they don't want to scare you away. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's become very sad. So let's kick this thing off right. Uh, you had sent this to me like 15 minutes ago, so I wanted to share this. This is from the Republican Security Council, and this is a Facebook post. They're doing uh, the social media is the right way. So uh, let me pull this one up. It says, this is how you know Tuesday will be a red wave. It's literally in the stars. On Tuesday, the Earth, Sun, and Moon will align to create a blood moon eclipse. It will be the last total lunar eclipse until 2025. It is the first ever total lunar eclipse on Election Day. So there's going to be a red moon that says there's going to be a red wave and Republicans are going to win. It's in the stars, even though that's the moon. I don't know if the Republicans know this or not, but that is not a fucking star. That is a moon. (laughs) 
<laughs> way to way to fuck up a stupid point yeah. to begin with. Right. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what do you think about this? You think this is a sign from God? I, oh, I, I saw that and I I was I was instantly was like, oh God. And Jen's like, what? And I was like, I didn't want to tell Jen, my wife because my wife is very much staunch Republican. Yeah, staunch Republican. And so, but I knew you would appreciate it. I definitely appreciated <laughs> it, and I added it immediately to my list of things to cover, right at the front of the line, as you see. Yes. So, so does God is God telling us that Republicans need to win this? I think God is is telling us that it just needs to be a blood path. We need to <laughs> yes. flip over the entire political <laughs> yes. system. God is like, you, you, you see this? This is a sign, yeah. and we're I, like, I'm done. Oh, it's a sign for Republicans are going <laughs> to yeah. win. And it's like, no, it's a sign yeah. that you're all. I'm yeah. done with you all. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I I give up. There's nothing I can do. Anymore. I give up on all of you. Yeah. So uh, let's let's talk about the elections. Can you believe it is? It's that time of year again, or not time of year, but that time of two years. Like yes. it's been two years. Yes. Since like I had a, a memory pop up on Facebook because we post our episodes on Facebook, mm-hmm. so it always reminds me of the episodes we did last year, yeah. the year before. It's just like, oh, that's what I talked about. That, yeah. and I, I had seen one that was like the day of the election or day before. It was yeah. just like. Uh, the title was Let the Cards Fall or yeah. something like that. And we're, it was basically like, well, the, the votes have been cast. We're just going to let it yeah. let it be what it is. I and mean, little little did we know right. the, yeah. how shitty that would yeah. turn into the next day. Yeah. Right. And so I had a really long post that I had posted about, like, being in the middle and my observations and all this. And, and uh, I look back at it now and I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, you had no idea. Well, yeah. one of my predictions Bill, was that Biden wasn't going to make it through the year. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that you was remember? our prediction. Yeah, we, that's what we thought. We were like, well, if he isn't killed, he yeah. won't make it through the first year. Yeah. And here we are in yeah. twenty twenty two years later. He's still kicking somehow. somehow. I don't know how. Uh, do you feel that uh, this year's midterms have been? A lot more ridiculous, or oh, about the same no, level. No, they've been way ridiculous. Is it because we're paying more attention? Do you think? I don't think so, because I, I've always kind of paid attention. Uh, um, but my, my response to that is, I've been trying to not pay attention. <laughs> so, so I don't think that's the case either. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think because again, this is the first time in that I can remember that people aren't even trying. Again, they're just very polarized, very much. Hey, we're not Republicans. We're not. You know, we're not Democrats. And I've had my friends on Democrat side, you know, posting stuff like, hey, you know, if you vote for this, then that shows that you're supporting January 6th and everything that means. We're right? still talking about that? Yes, I know, right? I'm like, okay, I thought after the trial of the century, we moved on. Yeah, January 6th, wait, 2020? Oh, yeah, yeah. two years ago? Right. Or was it 20, oh, 2021. 2021? But yeah, still, yeah, yeah. almost two years still, ago. Yeah. So uh, can we like move away from that right. and talk about something else ever? Yeah. I, I think, I feel like they've completely given up on not just political strategy, but oh, strategy yeah. for the country as we know it. It's just like they're not even trying no. to, to be like, you know, as a politician, I feel like um, this is where we are and this is where we need to be and this is how we get there. There's none of yeah. that. No. I mean, there's there's the whole like... Uh, inflation Reduction Act and how much inflation reduction has that caused? Yeah. Zero. I mean, there's plenty of agendas and stuff, but there's nothing that's like short-term, hey, our country's sucking right now. We yeah. need to move it here. Both sides are saying the other side doesn't have a plan to get us out of rec- uh, recession or inflation. Yeah. Um, but neither side is giving up their plan 
right for yeah. inflation reduction. Is it, you think it's kind of like Trump? It's like, well, I got, I've got this, I got this great plan, and if you vote for me, I'll let you know my plan. Yeah, no, I. That's basically it. But I, I, I again, I think they feel like they don't even need to try. So, like, this is a, 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 a Facebook post from a a Democratic friend. I cannot figure out why Democrats seem unwilling to tie Trump to every race on the ballot. The choice isn't Grassley and Franken. It's Trump and Franken. Trump and Tajir. Trump and Franken. That sounds yeah, no. <laughs> Sounds like a freaking like 1950s <laughs> Halloween character. Trump and Tajir. Trump and Mathis. Every vote for a Republican is a vote for January 6th. Oh, good Trump God. Trump betrayed his oath, his people, and his country. Maybe that should be the closing push. Is there any... Is there any way to move away from January 6th as a Republican even? I mean, I know plenty of Republicans that are like, yeah. I don't want anything to do with Trump. I don't think so. Any uh, Like well, maybe, Liz Cheney and yeah. her, her freaking clan. I mean, yeah. none of them <laughs> endorse Trump anymore. But right. if you vote for Liz Cheney, it's still a vote for Donald right. Trump, according Absolutely. to these people. Yeah. Because uh, the Republicans and it, it's no longer even Democrats versus Republicans. It's Democrats versus MAGA Republicans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, absolutely. The, I mean, the term MAGA has been stamped on everything that is Republican. Yeah. And we'll see some of that in the things that we we look at tonight. It's just like the the MAGA agenda. It's just yeah. like the MAGA agenda. It's like Trump's right. not even running. I know. Well, this, like, uh, this is their fear porn, you know. It's, mm. you know, it's the same people that came out with that poll during covid you know, would you if you could end COVID today, but you had to keep Trump as president for the next two years, would you do it? Or would you rather Trump be taken out now and you have to deal with COVID for the next two years? And people overwhelmingly vote said that they would take COVID over Trump. Right. <laughs> That's so fucking ridiculous. I know. I know. It's just like this disease that those people are saying is the disease to end all diseases and everybody's going to fucking die. Yeah. But we hate Trump so yeah. much that yep. it's more important that we get him out <coughs> than save your grandmas. Right. I mean, that that is how absolutely batshit crazy people are over this. So uh, let, let, let's talk about some of the, the things that they're talking about because, um, like, the Democrats' main focus has been character literally up till last week they they've switched courses right. to uh democracies at stake and we've yeah. seen kind of that shift on social media not kind of overwhelmingly yeah. that shift on social media but before that their their main focus was character right yeah what does that mean in an election <laughs> are like cartoon characters because john fetterman you know john oh, fetterman yes. he's definitely yeah. a cartoon he character is, without a doubt he is he is a um the 1993 Super Mario Brothers, the Goombas, from <laughs> yeah. that, he is literally that. He yeah. is a cartoon character. So, I mean, if you want to talk character, that's the only thing I can come up with because right. none of them have fucking character. No, no. And to how how little do you have to run on when your main topping or talking point is character? Yeah, right. It's like the country's going to shit, but what we need to focus on is character. Yeah, and and, and the main focus of that or reason why is because you know. They're trying to say, okay, if you question the integrity of the election, you don't right, have character. Yeah, you don't have character. So then they're like, oh, well, we have character because we stand by our beliefs in the system, right? Do you know who doesn't have character? Donald Trump doesn't have yeah, character. Right. If you vote for Donald Trump, then you don't have character. If yeah. you vote for any Republican, you don't have character because Donald okay. Trump has no character. I just won the election right there. Yeah, That's right. my talking point. <laughs> I just, it's just bizarre. 
Like usually they have like a very set platform, like run it, like we're saying, running yeah. on guns or pro guns, anti guns, right. pro abortion. Like abortion hasn't even been oh, yeah. a main it, topic. Well, it was for a while, but then they realized nobody cared. Well, yeah, I mean they're tagging that onto yeah. democracy dying because uh, abortion right. rights and social security and Medicare yeah. and I mean it, it's just like a of sub talking point yeah. now to character and democracy. Yeah. And because remember that was one of the fear things that they started out with was that, you know, they're going to do away with gay marriage and, and interracial marriage and, and, you know, blacks wouldn't be able to vote anymore. I mean, you know, they're going to segregate schools all because of this Supreme court decision. Mm -hmm. And so that's, you know, so vote blue, you know, vote blue. And I, right. I saw that a lot of a lot of times on my Facebook page is like, you know, yeah, it, what who you vote on depend. You know, will depend on how this country goes. Yep. So and we'll get into that in depth. But yeah. first, I want to talk about. I brought up the fact that we keep being told which which uh, races to pay attention to. Not races like black, white. Yeah, right, right, right. right like election <laughs> races to pay attention to, and that always has sat wrong with me. Not even just when I start paying attention for a right. podcast. Just always, it's just like. The the most important elections that you should pay attention to is just like, yeah. Well, fuck Iowa over there. Right. They don't yeah. matter. Yeah. Uh, pay attention to the Pennsylvania or the Georgia or the Arizona yeah. race because these are the ones that matter. Yeah. And I was under the impression that the Senate and I've got a definition of what the Senate Senate is supposed to do, and because the the whole point of midterms, I mean, there's governors and then another one is like when they tell you. One of the most important races you should pay attention to is the Arizona governor. It's like right. the senator I kind of understand because, yes, they yeah. make they kind of shift the balance of yeah. the federal Senate. But why the fuck do I care about Arizona's governor? That doesn't affect me at all. No, I don't affect it. It doesn't affect me at all. The reason why they're so scared of her is because she is, um, I guess, what you would call a Trump Republican. Well, yeah. And— and she's very, very popular. This is a woman that they think is going to run for president, not this next time, but the time after. So okay. that's why they're scared of her. Well, and and Tulsi Gabbard backed her. I guess the the governors aren't they the ones kind of responsible for sending the delegates to yeah. the electoral right, college right. or whatever? I mean, yeah. we we saw that. that and, and you know, whatever election rules that they put in place yeah. is typically set you know in still, voting districts and I, whatnot. Still, I don't care about Arizona's right. governor at right, all. Right, right, right. But back to the senator thing. I've got this here. This is from myhighplains.com. It says what senators are are for. It says senators take part in deliberations and voting within the Senate with the goal of advancing issues and positions that matter to their state. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. supposed it's our representation. They're supposed to go to the Senate and be like, my state wants this. Yeah, this is what my state. This is how my state can be benefited from this governing body. But instead, they focus on the second part that says they also serve to advance the interest of the country or. The, the agendas of the country. There, there's no more, hey, vote for this guy because he's going to mm -hmm. do what's best for your state in yeah. Washington. No, it's uh, vote for this guy because he's a Republican and we want the Republicans mm -hmm. to maintain power so we can push the Republican agenda. That, yeah. That's it. And it's just and, like... And that, that's, my, that's my issue with these Republicans that are running this term or the last term or re-election, whatever, is that they're so focused on the the interest of the country 
that they voted against school choice in our state. Republicans and, and, did? Yes. What the fuck? Because they knew that that they would get slammed by the school boards and everything and because they were so demonized by school choice. And so and I care about school choice. I want to see school choice in our state. But they voted against it because they much rather put their the ideals of the country because they know that's what will get them reelected. Yeah, it it, it bothers me when somebody doesn't have their own morals mm-hmm. because they're too fucking afraid of get, not getting elected. Yeah. It's like you should be elected on what you stand for, yeah. not on what they think that you think they want you to stand for. Yeah. So, well, this isn't going to be popular with the votes. Right. I, I mean, I stand for this. I know you stand for this, right. but that's not going to get us elected. Yeah. So uh, I can't stand for this. Right. And, and that's why when we have people in office for 50 years, they're not pissing enough people off. They're not rocking the boat because they yeah. want they're playing it safe so they can keep their office. Right. I, I feel like if there was term limits, yeah. people would try to get more done in yes. that four years, eight Absolutely. years, whatever the limits are. Exactly. Um it's just like, well, uh I I only have so much time to right. do things. Maybe yeah. I, I I got four years, I need to fuck shit up. Yeah, or <laughs> it's like my term limit's coming up in a year. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna Try to push this law, this law. That instead, it's just like, well, election, re-election's coming up next year. Do we really yeah. want to push that? I know it seems important, but do is yeah. that right. do we really want to make waves yeah. right is now? Is it really worth your career? <laughs> right. right, exactly. Do you really want to make the tuna the national bird? <laughs> so, do you want to hear the the races that we're supposed to pay attention to this Absolutely, year? Absolutely, I do. Midterm elections are heating up. Pay attention to these races, not your own race. Yeah, right. Not not your we, own we need governor. We to find a better segue. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Don't don't pay attention to like Iowa's governor right. or your own school board or your own senators. These are the ones you should pay attention to yeah. because the media said so. So let's take a look at these. It says midterm elections are just two weeks away. So this is a little old. Uh, midterm elections are actually a day away. Just so you know. I don't want to be like yeah right. slammed for like voter fraud because right. people I, thinking I, they have two weeks to go I vote. misled somebody <laughs> saying hey it's two weeks no midterm elections are tomorrow people these are some of the races voters should uh, be looking out for on election night every state is participating in this election cycle whether it's through electing a new governor state representatives or senators so let's get into the the first part is the House of Representatives. Republicans are favored to win the House of Representatives during this election cycle, according to 538 and Flavin. I don't know what that is. But, what? <laughs> but 538 and Flavin. Oh, that must be a guy that's following him. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, just just some guy they're following. They're, they're quoting in this. Dr. Pat Flavin. Um, he's something. Bob Bullock's professor of political science. I, okay. Anyway. This Flavin guy and 538.com says um, that Republicans are favored to win the House. Sure. Says a, re- a majority requires 218 seats. Now listen to this. This is funny to me. I, I don't understand this, so maybe you have more political science knowledge than I do. Currently, Democrats hold 220 seats. Remember that. Republicans hold 212. Mm-hmm. There's 222. Two Democrat seats and two hundred thirty-two or two hundred thirteen Republican seats up for election. How is there more seats up for election than there are those people? Yeah, I think they kind of did a typo there. Yes, I mean that does add up to the uh, four hundred and thirty-five. Right, right. 
between the two. But when there's only 218 or 220 Democrats, how is there 222 seats up for right, election? Yeah. Right. So I was under the impression maybe I, I how often do the rep, uh, representatives get reelected? It's it, every it single six years, isn't it? I guess. Well, all of them are up right now. I didn't okay. know it ever got to a point where all of them I were on the ballot. So either, yeah. I thought they had that worked out where yeah. it wouldn't be that way. That's but what I thought, too. Apparently, all of them are up for grabs. Interesting. So, uh, again, more are up for grabs than are holding those spots. So that was weird to me. I don't understand it, but uh, oh, well. It says 197 seats are predicted as solid Republican, meaning they have 99% chance of going to that party. 16 are likely Republicans, and 6 are leaning Republicans. Um, there's 163 seats as solid Democrat, 30 are likely, and 13 are leaning Democrat seats. I, I don't know how they know this shit. Just yeah. based on polling, which we know polling is not very accurate. Okay, but two-year terms. Two-year terms for representatives. Okay. So... All right. Well, I, I say vote them all out. Yep, vote I them agree. all the fuck out. They're not doing their job. Exactly. It says there are 10 toss-ups. The local toss-up districts are Texas 15 and Texas 34. So those are the big ones Ooh. we got to pay attention to. Texas, which is traditionally a Republican state anyway. Yes. Right? So, uh, yeah, the two top things we should pay attention to is Texas District 15 and Texas D District 34. Gotcha. Are you concerned about Texas? I am very concerned about okay. test Texas. I can't even say <laughs> Texas right now. The 15th uh, District of Texas in the southern part of Texas, running from Hidalgo uh, County towards Seguin, the largest city in the district is McAllen. Uh, Never so, even heard of McAllen. No. <laughs> it, no. It's not like Houston or Dallas no, or Fort Worth. Just this McAllen. nothing town. Yes. Since it was created in 2013, the district has only been represented. God, I can't talk. Only been represented by Democrats. Currently, it's represented by Vincente Gonzalez, who is running for Texas 34. So <laughs> currently, it's ran by this guy, who is actually running for a different district next time. So he's like, fuck y'all, I'm out. Yeah, I can't do anything with this place. <laughs> yeah. Vincent is, what was the town? Um, uh, McAllen. McAllen. McAllen is. <laughs> It's too small. This yeah. place, I, I can't be effective here, so I'm out. So <laughs> you see how yes. things are up for grabs there because their own guy is just like, no, nah, yep. I'm done. Michelle Vallejo and Monica de la Cruz are battling to represent the district. Vallejo is slightly favored to win with 59% chance over de la Cruz, who's the Republican. Flavin, the guy we're quoting on here, said whoever wins the district will drive a particular narrative on election night, likely about the status of Hispanic votes in southern Texas. Basically what he's saying is if Republicans win, they'll be like, oh, look at all the Mexicans that love us. If the Democrats win, they're like, oh, the Mexicans still love us. So, yeah, they're yeah. going to use it. Yeah, I, I see what he's saying, but I, 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 I feel like he's reaching. Well, I, I, that's going to happen. Yeah. You know, that's what yes. they do either oh, way. I know that. If you win one black yeah. vote as a Republican, you're right. like, look at the— I, look, We've look, got a black guy. Look at our black yeah. guy. Black people love us. But can you come to the Republican National Convention? We yes. want you to talk. Exactly. <laughs> the next one is Texas 34. Um, it's also part of Southern Texas, running between Brownsville and Corpus Christi. There's a name I've heard, at least. Yeah. Some of the major cities include San Benito and Alice. Alice. Texas 34 was also created in 2013, represented by Philemon Vallee Jr. until his resignation in March. 
A special election was held in June of 22, electing Myra Flores to the vacant seat. Vincent Gonzalez from uh, Texas uh, 13 is is running for 34th. Um, Oh, yeah. Corpus Christi? Who wouldn't want that district? So, so yeah, this one's interesting. It says because both candidates are incumbent representatives. So, oh, okay. so they're both. Oh, I get you. Yeah, it it doesn't usually happen this way because sure. people don't usually switch districts yeah. and say, but he's not really I, an incumbent, but he's right. an incumbent. I, I get the appeal, but it's still not interesting enough to get me to watch. No, but this is like the big dog right. here. <laughs> right. Says there are maybe two or three districts around the country that have that, which is two incumbents running against running each other. against each other so i i guess the reason this is so important is because this is one of very few democrat districts in texas sure. so they don't want to lose that stronghold that small right. stronghold in texas so i guess that's probably why why okay. we're watching this but it doesn't really say why yeah. this is so important They're other not than that fact concerned about Pete Buttigieg at all taken over as governor of Texas? He doesn't say that, so that's not important. Don't watch that. (laughs) All right, so the Senate, the things we're supposed to pay attention to. It says, Democrats are slightly favored to win the Senate with a 56% chance of capturing a majority. Currently, the Senate is split with 50 Republicans, 48 Democrats, and two independents. Vice President Kamala Harris is the tiebreaker. Yes, we've heard her say that before. I didn't know. There's more Republicans than Democrats in the Senate? I think so. I think that's backwards. I think so, too. I feel like something's messed up. I I, I don't know. I thought it was 50-50. It it is 50-50. Majority requires 50 seats. There are 21 Republican seats and 14 Democrat seats up for election. Um, I'm not going to get into all the the facts, like the statistics there. I don't care. Uh, Georgia is a big one to watch. Georgia's Georgia's Senate election is a tight race with incumbent Raphael Warnock, a Democrat, having 54 percent chance of winning over Herschel Walker, uh, the ex-NFL star. Oh, yeah. uh, Turned MMA fighter. MMA fighter turned politician now. Yes. Which I got a little bit of stuff about Herschel Walker. Let's let's switch courses real quick. Gotcha. We need to talk about Herschel Walker and his controversial mental health diagnosis. Did you hear about this one? I didn't think we could talk about that because we couldn't talk about the dude with the stroke. <laughs> but we're going to talk about him, too. So we oh, obviously okay. got to right. talk gotta, about we this We got balance. Balance. Yes, we got to balance this out. <laughs> I didn't know Herschel Walker has disassociative identity disorder. I didn't know that either. Now, knowing yeah. that, should that disqualify you from running at one of the highest political offices in the land. No, because I think that uh, most people in office have disassociative <laughs> psychology disorder. Fair. fair. Okay, that's fair. Now, the fact that he's willing to admit it says maybe he's not sociopathic enough yes. to run for yes. Senate. So maybe that's it. <laughs> but apparently he says he's been healed of that, um, So, so he's good. Okay, but but we got to talk about healed, that. I I don't know either. I think you can stay you on learn medication to live with it. and yeah. learn to live with it. Right. But at what point? Yeah. I mean, the, is there flare-ups? Is there you know? Is right. there like, oops, I forgot to take a pill, so Randy's coming out tonight? <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how does that fucking work? I don't know. We're laughing. It's it's sad, but well, maybe his other identity is a Democrat. <laughs> maybe that that would be interesting Wouldn't turn it? of events. Wouldn't it? 
<laughs> in his 2008 book, Breaking Free, My Life with Disassociative D- Identity Disorder, Herschel describes 12 altars. 12. So Randy's wow. not the only one hanging out there. Damn. Or separate identities that used to take over his psyche. There was the consular, consoler, who so- soothed soothed Walker as he was mocked for his weight and stutter during early adolescence. There was the hero who put on the facade of not being affected by schoolyard bullying. The warrior who loved uh, physical contact. The harder, the more brutal, the better. And the coach who would send in whichever altar was most appropriate for the situation at hand. I, I, my guess is he was not planning on running office when he wrote the book. Yes, he's just like... <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was Randy. <laughs> yes. yes. I did not say that. I did not write that book. Walker was has identified himself as having disassociative identity disorder, a mental health illness defined as the presence of separate identities, often called alters, that function independently of each other and are autonomous of each other, according to some research Oh, the NIH. So, oh, you know they know. What yeah, they're talking they know about. what they're talking about. <coughs> Once known as multiple personality disorder, DID is a complex diagnosis. Among experts who treat the condition, it is believed to be caused by the inability of many traumas- traumatized children to develop a unified sense of self that is maintained across various behavioral states. Walker says his DID was brought on by childhood bullying. Um, so it goes on to say. That he uses it in the past tense, and they everybody knows he's dealt with mental health, but he's he he says he's mentally better than ninety nine percent of the people in America, which is probably not a lie. That's probably not a lie. <laughs> um, it it goes on. It talks about how um how nobody's really bringing up the issue. They're they're barely mentioning it. Um, so, I, what what's your opinion on that? Is this something that his opponent should be talking about or pushing? It's just like, do we really want this guy here because right. of this? Is that I, something that should be brought up? I don't think so. I mean, you know, it. He's not running for president, okay? <laughs> I mean, we get shunned for mentioning the idea that maybe President Biden has yeah, dementia. Right. So right. maybe they should just shut the fuck up and not say that he should. Well, this should be brought up because apparently we're not supposed to talk about. But, but I, w- I would think if it was an issue, right? If there was some incidences where the coach is beating the shit out of somebody, then. I mean, there would be reports of that, right? I mean, has there been any reports of him, you know, just losing his shit? And I don't know. Nobody's talking about it. Right, exactly. And you would think if, if I mean, I, but I guess his opponent is favored to win. So, you know, if his opponent was losing, he probably would be talking about it all the time. It's, uh, it talks about how... Uh, Despite the fact Walker's Senate race is one of the closest and most consequential in the nation, his DID diagnosis seldom gets more than a brief mention in media reports. Some are even reluctant to discuss DID more generally. Hmm. Uh, One reason for their discretion is the so-called Goldwater Rule, a code of ethics adopted after hundreds of psychiatric experts weighed in on the mental fitness of uh, 1964 GOP. P presidential candidate Barry Goldwater via a survey organized by Fact Magazine. At the time, Goldwater was seen by many as having extreme views on nuclear weapons and domestic policy, and some of these experts' views 
or suspected his views implied a mental or emotional disorder. The leadership of American Psychiatric Association was outraged by the survey, arguing uh, the responses, many of which allege that he suffered from psychosis or schizophrenia, had no scientific or medical validity whatsoever. The APA uh, president, Daniel Blaine, denounced the survey findings as hodgepodge of personal political opinions of selected psychiatrists speaking on individuals. The difference here is, yeah, they've gone on to make a rule barring psychiatrists from speculating on the mental health of public figures. The difference here is that was, I mean, they did that with Trump. Right. Constantly. Oh, yeah. They're like, and I mean, there was even doctors that were just like, well, I I fear for his uh, mental stability. Like his mental stability, uh, he could, he could push the nuclear button at any yeah, time right. i mean they didn't even his general wouldn't even uh um <laughs> or called the, the the chinese uh counterpart to yeah. warn him yes right so so the difference here though is that's using politics to be like well obviously he's a mental case right, right. this is a diagnosed mental condition right. Yeah. There, there's a difference there. There's a difference from saying, well, Trump's obviously got a uh, mental disorder because of his political standings. Right. Or there's Herschel Walker that's like, I've got DID. And right. they're, they're, you see the difference there? Yeah. Well, and, and it would be different if, if Walker was like, you know, I, I just think that, you know, we need to go with the Constitution. We need uh, Second Amendment rights. And we need to fucking kill them all. I yes. mean, so there's a big difference in that. It's like, Randy, Randy, <laughs> calm down. Yeah, whoa, whoa, Randy. And then he gets in a fight with himself on the pedestal. Stupid, stupid. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> now, my my thinking, though, is probably a little different from yours. I I don't think people should be like they, – they should use that as a smear campaign against yeah. somebody. But I do feel like it's important to maybe question – the mental capacity of a politician that's yeah. running. It's just like, well, you've got this. I mean, this mental diagnosis here supposedly would bar him from carrying a weapon. Yeah, right. But yeah, he's allowed right. to run for the highest off one, not the highest office in the land, yeah. but one of the higher offices yeah. in the land. I'm not saying that should disqualify him, but I yeah. am saying we should be able to ask the question: Is your DID a problem yeah. right now? Right. Is it a problem? Will it? How do we know it won't be a problem tomorrow? Right. Like, it, how how can you? Like, do you have a psychiatrist signing off on this yeah. saying, hey, I, I've been right. clean for and, a while and, now? And I would guess, I mean, or I think at least that being under the pressure of an election, you would see things slipping out here mm-hmm. and there. Right. And if nobody, you know, if those things aren't happening and like you said, you know, and, and if he's confident enough that he's, you know, cured with his DID, then have your doctor come on and be like, you know what? I've been treating him for 20 years and, right. and he's fine. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, I've never seen a case this wonderful, you know, I mean, yeah. something like that. I mean, you get doctors that are politically motivated. Yeah. They'll find some cra- quack doctor. Yeah. That's what both presidents did. It's just like, right. well, he's a hel- uh, he's a, as healthy as a horse. Right. He, uh, my doc, remember Joe Biden's like, my doctor said I'm uh, basically like, couldn't believe yeah. I'm a 79 year old man. It's like I'm spry and young, and it's just like yeah. You know, he now, now, if he said that, you paid him to say it. Is it possible that in 2008, when Herschel Walker was not very in the limelight, mm-hmm. he decides to write a book and talks about his problems with bullying and how he's developed these different right to to yeah. get maybe get some attention, to mm-hmm. get some sympathy, right? Sell a book. I mean, that's possible. And, and now here we are. 15 years later and he's like shit 
you know, I, I kind of want to run for office now. They're right? like, what about your DID? And it's like, actually. Uh, I'm cured. I, I'm cured, right? <laughs> Jesus cured me. Right. Now, some other Herschel Walker stuff that has come to light is, I mean, he's running for Republican, which is running on an anti-abortion platform. Sure. Well, it's come out that he has uh, funded multiple abortions. Okay. Like a second woman. This is the second person uh, in a couple of months to come out and be like, what's he talking about? He paid for my abortion. Wow. Um, what's your thoughts on that? When was it? I mean. That's what I'm looking. It says, Herschel, because this is the woman who came out anonymously, obviously. Right. Uh, uh, Herschel Walker is a hypocrite. and He is not fit to be a U.S. senator. We don't need people in the U.S. Senate who profess one thing and do another. Says she's declining to share her identity out of safety concerns. Um says Jane Doe said she had an affair with Walker while she while he was married to his first wife Cindy Grossman from 87 until the alleged abortion in 93. So you're talking 30 years ago. Right. Um is it possible people have like change of oh, heart, change of mind? Yeah. Uh, does it make a I mean it is kind of hypocritical to Well, it is, but I mean again, it's something, you know, and I I don't know if he's addressed it, but I mean it would be fair to be like, hey, yeah, I did this. I was wrong. I shouldn't have done it. Um, I was young. I was rich and stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, what um, Obama came out and, it, and it said that, you know, his views has had evolved on abortion or evolved sure. on right. gay marriage or whatever, you know. So I, I think it's it's possible to grow. Yeah. Why is it? Why is it one thing? Why is it OK for somebody to evolve on one side but right. if they say they evolve on the other side well that's just hypocrisy right or what about obama saying he's he's just smoked weed he never inhaled right. or whatever right, right. and he's still against legalization of marijuana or right. uh george w bush or right. uh, all of them yeah name all of them they've right. all done drugs but yep. they never came it's what's the difference right no, Be- you're absolutely right. Besides blatant hypocrisy. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, politics are ran on blatant hypocrisy. So right. why is this even a story? Absolutely. No, I, you know, again, I don't know how he's addressed it, but I I think it's something that, you know, he, he should address and be mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. I wasn't conservative when I was in my, my yes. 20s. You know, I was I was a liberal. One more thing on Herschel Walker, speaking of hypocrisy, is this article here um, that is slamming Herschel Walker for saying he's found threats to democracy. What does that even mean? Um, well, here. Basically, so it starts out, this is from MSNBC, so it's fantastic. Herschel Walker has noticed Democrats emphasizing threats to democracy, and the Georgia Republican apparently wants to contribute to the conversation. Here's an example. He says, the biggest threat to democracy is to have Senator Raphael Warnock out there to have Senator Warnock voting to put men in women's sports. That's the biggest threat to democracy. Well, no, actually it's not, is what they say. Um, the next thing he says, when you have a president talking about the biggest threat to democracy, it seems to be to a- electing a Republican. But I want everyone that is listening to me, uh, the biggest threat to democracy is to have Biden in the White House. And again, they say that's not that's not a threat to democracy. Um, he, they give a couple more quotes from him saying this, and then they say at the end, um, where was it? Where was the quote? It was great. It's as if Walker has been encouraged to think of random things that bother him and then just add the biggest threat to democracy at the end of the sentence. <laughs> MSNBC is saying about this. about hypocrisy. Right? <laughs> like it's, 
it's okay for everybody yeah. on the blue side to say throw out the words, the biggest threat to democracy. But as soon as Herschel Walker comes out, he's like, that's not a threat to democracy. This is. And they're like, well, it just sounds like he's just throwing that on the end. It's just like, well, you're missing the point that he is responding to the fact that you're throwing that on the end yeah. of literally everything. Yeah. Like literally the end of every post that comes that you see on Twitter from somebody claiming to be yeah. Democrat ends with uh, democracy's at stake, guys. Yeah, I mean, I don't know any of his platforms, anything he's running for, but he seems to me like he's just your stereotypical politician. Uh, stereotypical and, celebrity and turned politician. Right, right. He, you know, that. well, they're a threat to democracy, yes, right? exactly. I mean, that's, that's the, the running yeah. gag these I, days. I'm all about freedom. They're yes. not. They're not for freedom. Exactly. So, I mean... <laughs> They're just mad he's playing their game. Yeah, exactly. So let's get back to uh, this, this, uh, the the races that we're supposed to pay attention to. Oh, that's to. right. Yes, the big one, Pennsylvania. I got to mention Pennsylvania because yes. they talk about Nevada. They talk about Nevada's Senate election is also a dead heat race. Mm. Um, who cares? I want to talk about Pennsylvania because this one's fun. Have you watched any of? Yes, you sent me some stuff? clips. Yes. yes. Well, we're we're going to remind ourselves about this one because this is. The, the the battle between Dr. Oz, TV personality, and uh, John Fetterman, who, like I said, is a Goomba from the 1993 yeah, right. yeah. freaking Super Mario Brothers yeah. movie with uh, John Leguizamo. Yes. Yeah, that, that one that was terrible. Yes. It wasn't even a good Super Mario no, movie. No, no, uh, So I don't know how people could be so pissed off at the new one that's coming out. Have you seen the? They're like so pissed that Chris no. Pratt is doing the voice oh, of Mario. Oh, because he's not Italian. Yeah, and but they're okay. John Leguizamo's not Italian. Yeah, exactly. Isn't he Hispanic? No. Yes, and Bob Hoskins played Mario, and he's British. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, but that's fine. That that's fine. <laughs> Back to here. Pennsylvania Senate race has ebbed and flowed during the election cycle as well. John Fetterman had a significant lead over Mehmet Oz. What? Where does that come from? Mehmet. Me- Me- is Mehmet. Israel? I don't is know. Jewish? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it says throughout August and September, but his lead is closing. Fetterman is slightly favored over Oz at 59% to 41% chance. Now, like I said, we got to uh, remind you of this fun, <laughs> heated race here. Of course, my video has to reload. And it's not going to have the tagging points. Uh, oh, yeah, it is. In, in, in All right. Hang on, hang on. Don't get, don't get too far ahead of me, Doctor or Mister Fetterman. Now, now remember, we can't discuss like mental disorders, or of we course. can, or are we supposed to? Are we allowed to? Because that article said we should. Yes. But most people are saying we shouldn't. Yes. This I guy had a fucking stroke. All right. Yes. And yes, that's sad. Yes. But I feel like like it was sad watching them push Joe Biden in the 2020 yeah. campaign. Oh, it's yeah. just like this is so sad to watch. They're yes. like, but I mean. They're propping this guy up yeah. hard. And, and there are people, I mean, lots of people have strokes, and they, they heal quite fine. Yeah, I don't know how this guy was before his stroke yeah, either, so this either. just might yeah, be Yeah, this, this guy. might be normal him, right? Yes, but uh, let's watch this. Okay. That's all I have he to say. He looks like a Muppet. <laughs> let's, it, it, we're just going to watch a clip from this, okay. and tell me how the fuck Fetterman is still over <laughs> Dr. Oz in this. It is only fully funded through 2034. Many Americans are worried that they will never receive their full benefit or have to accept cuts to their benefits. Mr. Fetterman, how are you going to make sure it is there for them? You have 60 seconds. 
We need to make sure that Dr. Oz and the Republicans believe in cutting Medicare and Social Security. And I believe that they have to support and expand Social Security. And if somebody sends me to, send me to Washington, D.C., I would support and stand and to support security, uh, Social Security. Okay. Raz, same question to you. How are you going to make sure that Social Security is available for future Americans? You have 60 seconds. We made a deal with the wonderful seniors of our nation. They worked their hearts out. They paid into a program. No one's going to touch it on my watch except to make sure that it's stronger than it is right now. Social Security, Medicare, which I know a lot about as a doctor, are the fundamental uh, element of security for our seniors, and they deserve to feel but you have 15 seconds in a moment, Mr. Fetterman, but can you give us a... He gets more into it because he kind of pushes back against Fetterman's response, and okay. but he gets a little more into like how he's going to do it. Specific example of what you would do to protect Social Security. Well, for one, we have to make sure that it adequately increases with the higher inflation. Now, first of all, why did they, they stopped him and they're like, we want a specific example of how you are going to... They didn't do know, that Fetterman, to Fetterman. Right. He just said, well, I, I support it. And they're, they're just like, oh. Great. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Now, Dr. Ross, specifically. Yeah, specifically, what are you going to do? Don't give us right. the same so bullshit have, he gives. So we've got to make that 4% of wasted money that right now is in the budget uh, redirected appropriately. And one of the first places that I would use it is Social Security and Medicare. And here's the reason. One of the worst things we can do to a, to a, to a people is give them bad quality uh, uh, care. And so if you have people... If, if you have people who are not going to see a doctor, for example, because they can't afford it, they'll get sicker. Bad medicine means more cost. Thank no you. one benefits. Thank you. Mr. Fetterman, he said a few things a moment ago. I want to give you 15 seconds He said seconds a thing. What do you have yes. to say? Now, again, I just can't, I can't just say one thing other than that Dr. Oz would not support and he would support cutting Medicare. And that's basically John, uh, why do you say third that? I've never said that. It's absolutely a fact. It's a fact. You okay. would have voted against the, the inflation right. reduction. Rewind that. One of the words is Social Security. Fetterman, he said a few things a moment ago. I want. <laughs> He's like, Dr. Oz, because Dr. Oz is like, we're going to like kind of revamp it. We're going to um, have it like increase with inflation right, we're going to take this, the four percent of money not get yes. used and put it towards it. Yeah. And, and he's yeah. like, but but Dr. Oz wouldn't. And he's like, but I, I would. Why do you say that? And he's like, no, you, it's a fact. You wouldn't. Here. I'll give you 15 seconds to respond to those. Now, again, I just can't, I can't just say one thing other than that Dr. Oz would not support and he would support cutting Medicare. Hello? John, uh, why do you it's, say it's, that? It's, I've it's, never it's a, said Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a caller here. His name is Dan Smots. He's uh, with the, the System is Down podcast. Dan, how's it going? Going fine. I just came here to tell you that your audio is not working and nobody can hear John Fetterman this entire time. What? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Are you serious? How is that? I just pulled it up to see what you guys were talking about and I was like, Why is, uh, <sighs> is it frozen? Can you How hear is that us possible? Talk? Like, why? Yeah, you can hear me fine, right? Yeah. Okay. Why? What the? What the hell? You're a little glitchy, but that might be on my end. Why does life suck so much sometimes? I think it's the uh, blood moon. That's probably affecting the tides. That's most likely which affects the the Wi-Fi signal. I don't understand. I don't understand anything. Hmm. I can reenact Fetterman while you wait. Yes, you should. Uh, Roe v. Way. 
And what Roe v. Wade? They stand, they stand <laughs> on Roe v. Wade. And Oz yes. has never standed on Roe v. Wade. <laughs> that's where I stand. I stand on Roe v. Wade. <laughs> I believe in that. I, like I stand it. on it. I like it. It's good. That's really good. I don't know. Anyway, talk talk about Mr. Fetterman, because you you've covered him extensively. Uh, Why are you so dark? You are like in the dark. You look like <laughs> you I'm look celebra- like I'm celebrating the, the blood moon. Oh, of okay. the eternal equinox of you know. D- does everybody else across uh, around the world do they have the same blood moon, or does it turn a lighter color after it gets away from our election season? Because. <laughs> It, it does seem odd that it's happening right now on this day. Now and I'm just wondering, as it moves away from us, does it get brighter in the rest of the world? Did Did you see that? Or are they having elections too? Did you see the Republicans predicted a red wave because of the the because it's in the stars, um, because of the red blood moon? Did you see that one? Yeah, Republicans are retarded. I don't know if you knew that. Um, <laughs> That's fair. And he, <laughs> I mean, there could very well be a red wave i would as if i were a republican i would be like yeah there's gonna be a red wave because these leftists are fucking crazy like obviously there should be a red wave if uh if you were being reasonable with the <laughs> no it's and it's, it's written in the stars yeah which god said god came down and said uh there will be a, a red wave and he gave us a blood moon we couldn't have seen this possibly coming like it's not like it just happened like they know when it's going to happen, right? They mm-hmm. knew that it was going to happen now, and they they know that it's going to happen in 2025. So it's not like it, the stars just aligned. You knew when election season was, and you knew when the blood red moon was, and it Correct. just happened. Yes. Okay, it's not God. God's not a Republican. He doesn't care about your stupid shitty party. But this is the first time it's happened on election day. You didn't hear that part. I mean, it's got to be God saying, "Hey, we need more Republicans out there." Or maybe it could mean that uh, shit's going to get so bad that God just, like, wipes us all off the face of the earth, and it's like the actual apocalypse. I think that's what the red wave is actually a sea of blood of children. That's what Bill predicted at the beginning of the show, is that that's most likely the case here, not not God loves Republicans. So I'm going— Everybody votes Democrat, and God comes down, and he's like, well, there's clearly no saving this. He just wipes us out. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, this is some— some bullshit of epic proportions and i'm glad you came on and told me that or we would just be playing because the second half we have mostly videos to play so that would have been very lackluster (laughs) so um actually i think i'm gonna go ahead and take a break and try to figure this shit out so we apologize that you didn't get to hear mr fetterman yeah because it's classy stuff yeah uh basically what you missed was Fetterman just bumbles over himself saying, well, I'm going to do that. That's the thing I'm going to do. And Dr. Oz actually has good points, even though he is a TV personality. Yeah. So um, do do we risk having another TV personality in office or do we take Dr. Um, Oz sucks. Dr. Oz is a hack. You think so? What? Tell, it, tell, tell us more about why Dr. Yes. Oz is. A hack. I don't know a lot about anything about freaking. Maybe you should take a break first and we'll tease it. Because um, right. your all audio right. is all sorts of glitchy right now. Dr. Oz is a hack. We're going to take a break. And yep. when we come back, we're going to talk with Dan Smots about Why politics and 
the midterm elections. And this this show is going to go off the rails because it already has because of stupid shit. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to keep talking. So we'll be right back. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remster W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence to new ways to develop rugged individualism to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real but actually are, go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Me- Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. I think we're back, and I think I fixed my problem, but I need Dan to get back in. Dan, are you still there? I guess. Are you? Okay, good. All right, let me get rid of the music. Well, I hope I fixed the problem. Um, I, I could see it. The video is coming through the mic, so we'll see. So, so I apologize for our stupidity because we're stupid. If, if you have Can people you hear who it now? are not going to see a doctor, for example, because they can't afford it, they'll get sicker, bad medicine. Could you hear that? Oh, uh, you won't hear that. Hang on, hang on. What is going on? Now we're Sounds all like really pros. bad, but it's there. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Anyways. Videos might not work out. Maybe we'll just have to talk about videos, which is fine. We'll just talk about them because this is going to be more of a headache than I want it to be. Right. So so you alluded that uh, um, Dr. Oz is a hack. What is going on? Like, yeah, like everything's locked. Everything is locking up. I'm, I'm killing the videos. Killing it. It's gone. Now come back. There we go. Talk about... Until you said killing it, you were in the Matrix. So, Am I still in the Matrix? Not at the moment, no. Okay, right, I killed the the Doctor Oz video was killing our feed somehow. <clears throat> so I'm I'm not I doing think it's any. Just videos. John Fetterman 
his uh, <clears throat> he, it, it's his contagious. Con- his condition he, is wearing right? off on our computer. Uh, got, got a virus from it. <laughs> <laughs> our, our computer's having a stroke. I had to completely <laughs> shut down my computer and bring it back up, which is probably what they had to do to John Fetterman after every campaign rally. But tell us why Doctor Oz is such a hack, because you alluded oh, to that. Oh, he's just a. He's just normal. He's just a normal politician hack, whatever. He's just saying things that are uh, mainstream talk points and not all the good ones either. He's pro-Israel, th- hardcore. He's uh, all happy vax or whatever. Isn't He's, that what uh, they... all it, for trans kids um, so, transitioning, stuff like that. So how is he running on the Republican platform if he doesn't stand for the stuff that the platform stands for apparently well it's because uh republicans don't stand for anything and even if they have somebody like a slam dunk of a competitor like john fetterman that they're running against they'll put up dr oz squishy just wishy-washy politician yes now tv personality dr oz now who do you take though fetterman or dr oz bullet (laughs) <laughs> i guess i guess that's fair, fair enough that's fair, that's fair. yes um, so i do not accept your terms <laughs> now how did we get to the point where uh, the the main politicians to focus on are either an ex-nfl player with multiple personality disorder <laughs> and dr oz who is a tv personality doctor not even like a real doctor but like yeah. a tv doctor um how, how did we get that as uh, like we have trump and then we have um nfl player and then we have dr oz it's like do yeah. we ever get back to like having politicians as politicians or normal people? Um, <laughs> i hope I hope we never get back to having politicians as politicians. I hope we get to having like decent human beings as politicians instead. And um, yeah, we went from, I mean, we look at like Trump versus Hillary and it's like, how did we get to this point? And now it's like down to even the local levels where it's like our, our Senate races are Oz, Oz versus Fetterman. It's like, uh, and I was like looking through all the uh, Illinois candidates and everything today, like going through like their platforms and everything. It's just so pathetic. Mm-hmm. Like nobody, nobody is good for the most part. Like there's some good uh, libertarians here and there, and uh, there's a couple. Uh, there's even one, at least one Republican that I'm going to vote for over one of the libertarian candidates because the libertarian sounds like a hack based on what he has on his website. But a lot of these people, um, like there was one, I could pull it up, but uh, like you go to her website, and the entire website is literally just her saying. I got Donald Trump's endorsement. I am the Donald Trump endorsed Republican. Here's yeah. me and Donald Trump. Here's a picture of us smiling together. And that's it. Like that's there's no platform? issues. There's nothing. That's all that matters now. Like then, your platform is just you're a Trump guy or you're not you're an anti-Trump guy. And then her opponent the is like and this person is supported by Trump, they're backed by Trump. They're a Trump person, so don't vote for them. <laughs> Yeah, yep. that, that's our two platforms. You're either I'm for Trump or I'm not that guy who's for Trump. Yeah, right. That's that's our arguments these days. Um, the one and thing she had like a 15 second video on her site, too, where it's like just talking about Trump. And then at the very end, it says her opponent, whose name I don't remember. Uh, he was endorsed by Joe Biden. <laughs> like, no shit. Like, that's all this is. Yeah. Well. Uh, the the whole Fetterman clip that I was playing was them arguing about who does and doesn't support so cutting Social Security because 
uh, the clip has um, Oz saying, no, um, I think uh, Social Security should go up as inflation goes up. And Fetterman's like, no, no, you you plan to cut Social Security. That's a fact. And he's like, no, no, it's not a fact. He's like, but but it is. And you're that making was... Fetterman sound way more articulate. Than yes. What he is. So so <laughs> right. what do you think about this? Um, like this is from Democrats dot org. So it's got to be like from God. But um, it talks about Republicans cutting Social Security, and that's the platform they're running on. Um, first of all, the sentence starts out with, and I talked about this at the beginning, uh, Republicans double their efforts to push an extreme MAGA agenda. Is everything Republican-related now? you got to put the tagline MAGA on it because... No, it's not all Republicans. There's some good Republicans. All the Republicans... Like the Bushes and the Cheneys that uh, vote for the establishment. They're, oh. they're great. I'm talking about those MAGA Republicans. They're the evil ones. Yes, obviously. Um, yeah. Biden is very clear on his distinction. If you are willing to support the regime, then you're good. If you're willing to support Donald Trump's re regime, then you're bad. And there's nothing in between. That's deep. So this talks about Senator Rick, Rick Scott, who apparently, I didn't know this was a, a, a position, Rick Scott is apparently in charge of electing Republicans to Senate. Wow. Did you know one man held so much power? I thought that's what this whole vote was for tomorrow, not not Rick Scott being in charge of electing Republicans to Senate. That's how it works, man. As soon as you vote the wrong way, democracy dies. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. That's, that's next um, because— <laughs> Yeah, but first we got to talk Medicare because this is one of the the important things on the ballot. Um, so Rick the least Scott, interesting thing on the ballot, <laughs> right? Exactly. His plan would um, sunset, or as they say, eliminate um, all federal legislation over five years under the risky assumption that worthy laws would be reenacted. So his proposal is, if the law is good, uh, let let's just not like create a law that it just goes on forever because we might find out that that law is not necessarily a good thing and we right. might want to back that off at some point. So we should put sunset limits on these uh, Medicare and uh, Social Security laws. So every five years, if it's a good law, obviously we're going to revote for it and make it happen again. That's what he's saying. <clears throat> But obviously they had to throw in the part that Scott is planning on eliminating it after five years because because they're MAGA Republicans. Um, and they hate so this is Democrats saying that the Republican is trying to eliminate this every five year thing? Yeah. No, they're trying to eliminate Medicare after five years because he wants to put oh. the— sun uh, Scott, the the guy in charge of the Republican of electing Republicans, um, proposed we put a sunset every five years on Medicare laws. So we have to, I don't know, keep it accountable and revisit it every couple of years and say, hey, is this working or not working? Uh, instead of making it <clears throat> a permanent law where it's basically you got to pay an arm and a leg to get it right. taken out if the law fucking sucks. Um, I don't see a problem with that at no. all. Uh, and they should do the same thing with politicians. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that too. And Rick Scott. Yes. <clears throat> what do you? What yeah, do you... I don't have a. I don't have a firm stance on this personally. I don't. It's probably for the better. I would have to hear a debate over why we need this. Um, it's probably for the best that every so often we look at government power and say, "Do you guys really need to keep doing that?" I, I'm all for that. Um, there's a part of me that's like, seems like what you're trying to do to some degree is make up more 
reasons for you to have a job, like uh, yeah. more things for you to keep yourself busy or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if they're distracted, focusing on do we need these old laws? I think that's that's probably the, for the best. Um, <laughs> it's probably the best that they're doing nothing at all. So if it distracts them for a bit and they might repeal some laws, it's that's you know, fine. That's yeah, fine. I'm for it. So the, the, the whole point is that they have this week at least made this one of their top talking points over even the abortion shit is Republicans want to eliminate Social Security. Republicans want to get rid of Medicare. So because abortion ain't working. It's not giving them what they thought they were going to get. Yes, exactly. It's just the fact that this one little blip that he has in a proposal of, hey, let's let's maybe revisit this every five years. That's what they have that they're using as one of their main talking points uh, this week. Coming down to the final day before election, they're like, uh, they want to get rid of Social Security. It's like uh, that above. Wow, that's a trick we haven't seen since the 60s. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. But I mean, they're kind of I mean, that's a huge reach because I mean, nowhere in sun in the sunset clause, whatever, does it say, oh, yeah, let's get rid of Social Security and Medicare, too. I mean, that's just as if it did, I'd I'd be all about that. Yeah, right. Everybody so, would want I'm, that. I'm skeptical. <laughs> I mean, we all fucking know that there's not going to be money there for us anyway. Right, yeah. So why do we care? Why right. does I, mean, I, I don't I mean, uh, they're just trying to get the old people votes at exactly. this point. They're like, I oh. say push Graham over the cliff. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, whatever happened to, yeah, like uh, back in the Viking times where they had them just like yeah. go jump off a cliff when they got too old to, to yeah. manage. Give so. them a sword, send them off to fight the wolves. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the, the platform I'm standing on. The sen- senior citizen care is just uh, leave them to the wolves. <laughs> Dan, what's your solution to the senior citizen problem? <laughs> Start with Fetterman. <laughs> Dan? Wait. Hey. Hey. I'm Hi. unmuted now. Okay. Wow. I like your idea. I like feeding the feeding old people to the wolves. I think that's a good first step. And it would clear up a lot of the social security issues. I think we might be able to put them to even better use. The wolves can find food. They can fend for themselves. Yeah. We should probably just feed them intravenously to the young um, because that would give the young an elderly spirit just in the same way that... W- we feed the blood of the children to the elderly to keep them youthful. I, like I mean, it's it. just a give and take. Yeah, they got to sure. give some things back too, and uh, it would give the kids wisdom. It'll give the elderly um, death, longer life, or something. Yeah. No, death. I, I don't know. If we, I, I, I mean, if if we eliminate all the old people, that just means the young people are going to. It's like when a dad dies, the twelve-year-old boy now has to be the man of the house. Yeah, is there that you go. is that even still a thing? Can you I, say that anymore? Be. Can you say the man of the house? Um, um, no, I don't think you can. I, I don't know. But I think yeah, that's very something. For that. They have to mature faster to be able to yeah. fill those shoes. So if you get rid of the old wise boomers out there, <laughs> then maybe. Maybe that fixes all the problems that we have right but, now. But then what would we do about the Walmart readers? We lose all those. Uh, I don't know. It's all Maybe going to get politicians. I mean, come That's on. Who's going to run this country if not for the old fucking people. dying elderly <laughs> people that are running it right now? That have all our it, best it, interests insane. at heart. It's insane how, how firmly their grasp is on power, that they are not willing to let anybody of any slightly younger yeah. generation below the age of 75 do anything around is here. Is that not like the ultimate boomer mentality? Yeah. Like oh, the ultimate kids these days mentality? Yeah. It's like yeah. kids these days can't run this country. 
So we got to stay. We got to stay until our the, deathbed. get a young buck like uh, John Fetterman who looks like he's, <laughs> you know, a, an ox with a mental retardation. Um, that's our that's our young vote now. And yeah. he wears a hoodie to cover up his massive goiter that's uh, <laughs> controlling his brain. I saw so he's young and hip. Hello, I fellow kids. I think he's sponsored by Carhartt because he's always wearing a Carhartt hoodie. But I saw one interview on like, CNN or something where he's sitting down and like old man shorty shorts and his Carhartt hoodie and his legs are spread open. I'm like, dude, this is not <laughs> the the view that of the typical politician. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's going for the Man's every man spreading for justice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So so let's move ahead because spread them for Fetterman. That's uh, <laughs> the new slogan. <laughs> what what's your thoughts on uh, the Fetter spread? Have you noticed on Twitter um, the the switch in uh, this this shift in Democrat rhetoric towards the whole um, the super push for uh, vote blue or democracy is going away. Like in the last like week and a half, it has just ramped up. And apparently, according to this article, they changed their message last minute to be um, this democracy dies if you don't vote for us. Is it smart to switch your your uh, message in the last like three days before an election? That depends. It depends, depends on if your message was before. I was going to say, point. depends on if it wasn't working before. Because right. before. If your message before that was like trans all kids, if they survive the abortion at any age up to the age of two, um, then yeah, maybe going with if you vote wrong, democracy dies. Yeah. I mean, as stupid as that is, it's still less stupid than what they were going with. Right. Well, before we mentioned, before you popped in, before their top speaking point was character that was their top platform character vote for character and it was just like what what does that even fucking mean <laughs> so Tell now me you don't have any platform without right. telling me you don't have any right platform. exactly what that's what i feel about democracy at stake you have nothing to speak on so let's just throw democracy out there because everybody loves democracy right. and if democracy dies then um that's bad, right? Yeah. And democracy. I just need to know, like, what are the steps? I mean, everybody votes Republican. Step two is something, and then democracy dies. No, there is no step two. step two. There is no step two. It's oh. just you vote <laughs> Republican. Uh, it. Democracy's dead. They're gonna rewind the clocks back to the the twenties. Yes, because this if, says uh, Biden's Democrats. Democracy chooses wrong in their free and fair elections, then uh, democracy dies. Right. Somehow. Exactly. That's exactly it. It says Biden's Demo uh, Democrats have struggled to persuade voters on kitchen table issues such as four decades high inflation. So then it says um, uh, they they're kind of getting hurt because the Republicans are pushing this whole um, soft on crime and inflation thing. So they had to kind of change. Oh, the, I just changed the rhetoric. MSNBC just came out this huge report about how crime really isn't as bad. Right real bad right now what you're seeing is not really what's happening yeah, it's like the, it's what a it misnomer. said was crime isn't that high except for among if you exclude murder yeah. <laughs> so excluding murder crime not, is not up it's not so bad if you take murder out of the scenario if you take the worst crime out then then crime's just fine um it's like it, it's like uh i don't know it, except for like Bleeding intravenously, cancer's not all that bad, right? you know? <laughs> so so this last sentence here says, 
It's a quote from Biden. It says, democracy is literally, literally on the ballot. This is a defining moment for the nation. Don't they say that every yes, every election, yes, though? Yes, every time. Um, I saw, did you hear Biden and Obama join forces with Fetterman to campaign in Pennsylvania wow. the other day? It was so beautiful. I, I want to see the three of them talk. Well, I, I, I got to thinking. I was like, Biden decided, he's like, I'm going to go on the trail with Fetterman. And then uh, the campaign managers are like, nope. nobody's going to understand <laughs> no, anything. So we need Obama to come on and translate for the two of yeah. them. Right. We don't have an interpreter that can handle the yeah. two of you in a room together. But I do think it's beautiful. Uh, just the idea of... You know, Barack Obama, who was like suave and debonair, so he was like bombing American citizens and people left and right um, just for the hell of it. Um, so he got away with it because he was super suave and well-spoken. Right. And they're like, we're going to send in the big guns. And he's like now uh, like imagine him having to support Joe Biden right. in the first place. Right. And try and prop him up. Now he's got to go support Fetterman and be like, this guy's got it. He knows what's up. And everybody can just stand there listening to John Fetterman. Uh, just babbling uh, about yeah. nothing while the <laughs> did you guys see the where he's giving the speech and the um, the gust of wind comes and the all the American flags just fall over behind him. <laughs> if that's not, I mean, the blood moon's supposed to be a God's sign from like, God. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I would think that would be a sign from God more than the yeah. blood moon they're talking about. Um, yep. But <laughs> I do like that uh, Barack Obama is getting the punishment that he has created for himself. <laughs> yes. Barack Obama, though, there, I had video clips, but I can't play them, apparently. Um, but he came on. And he's like, uh, a lot of people are saying uh, that they they want they like democracy and democracy. That he basically says the same thing. It's just like, yeah. Really, lots of people are saying that because being around Fetterman and Biden are dumbing him down. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So that's that's the mantra: is save democracy, vote blue, and that's literally been the mantra on Twitter. And I've noticed since Elon Musk took over Twitter, I don't know if there's a correlation there, but I've been seeing a lot more of the bullshit political stuff that I didn't mm. want to see on Twitter, rather than my happy echo chamber that I right. had formed on Twitter. So. I, I keep getting posts. I don't follow this guy, Rob Reiner. Who's Rob Reiner? He's an actor. Oh, yeah, Let's he was uh, big in the 70s. He was on uh, All in the Family with uh, Carol, uh, what's his face? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It was, anyways, he was a comedian. He was on sitcom in the 70s. He's a liberal dude. And yeah. Well, apparently he is bought and paid for by this new marketing strategy of oh, the Democrats. Yeah, because he's tried blue. All I've seen every day is Rob Reiner saying th shit like this. Save democracy. Vote blue. That was 11 hours ago. Then he retweeted Stephen King saying, I don't care what you think with the blue check as long as you vote blue. Um, the next post is, our closing argument, if we want to continue down the path of our founding fathers that our founding fathers laid down for us, if we want to preserve our right to vote and continue 246-year experiment in self-rule, we must vote now, and the vote has to be for Democrat. Um, here's we have nothing left yeah. to run on. No. They are completely uh, morally and like politically bankrupt of all ideas. They've run themselves completely dry because everything was... Uh, the end of the world, everything was Nazis and white supremacy for the last six yes. years. They've right. run out of things to run on. Well, think about all the, the liberal celebrities they could have put out there. George Clooney, Matt Damon. Uh, they found Rob Reiner. They put Rob Reiner out there. <laughs> that just tells you where they're digging. Yes, they're digging into the cesspool <laughs> of celebrities. Um, 
this is like a daily thing because it's not like this is I'm just reading down the line of his posts. I'm not like skipping other posts of his because this is his next post. In the next five days, we determine if a woman will still have the right to choose, if our vote will still count and if we still if we will still be a constitutional democracy. Oh, God. Uh, the next one, not a hyperbole. A vote for a Republican is a vote to end democracy. Um, so, so ignoring the fact that we're not even a fucking democracy. <laughs> here you go. If you don't vote uh, for the Democrats or don't vote at all, you are choosing to accept living under fascism. <laughs> what do you What do you think of this this guy? And I have to see this shit every fucking day. Every time I open Twitter, here's Rob Reiner telling me to vote blue or end democracy. Do you want to do you want to trade Twitter accounts cuz all I've been getting is NBA, NFL, sports, sports, sports. And <laughs> I would love to get Rob Reiner dropping some stupid ass retard shit in in my feed every day. I would have a field day with that. Now, now my my thought is Elon Musk must have fucked up the algorithms because right? it, it's it's gotten that bad. He probably just spun the dial and wanted to see what popped up and be like, okay, you get that, you get that. <laughs> so so can we, have we beat that horse enough about uh, vote blue or end democracy? Um, do you think, do you think Republicans are out there to end democracy? Do you think that's the biggest threat to democracy, Dan? God, I hope so. <laughs> so, so let's move on to other stupid shit because we're here to talk about the stupid shit and the videos don't work so we might as well just talk about the stupid shit. And it's all the the rest I'm just going to talk about the stupid things that are being said uh in this election cycle. Uh, one is did you hear Carrie Lake, you know Carrie Lake running for governor? Carrie Lake said that if MLK was still alive, he would vote for basically MAGA Republicans. That that's what she said. Sure. Dan, are you frozen or speechless? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know what MLK would have voted for. I don't care what MLK would have voted for. I, I think that that's a stupid thing to say because you have no real evidence of that. But right. yeah, he might have. Well, that, I don't and, know. that and you're a white woman if he who's was a Republican. Living, if he was li- right. If he was living in today's day and age, he might have come to the same conclusion as Carrie Lake. I don't know. But uh, it's yeah. really stupid as a white woman to assume that. And it's no different than... Uh, the white Karens on the left saying that uh, you need to, whatever, all the all the virtue signaling nonsense. Yes. And now, now, I would think she she has to know she's going to get more shit from this than she is going to get applause from her couple of black fans out there. I would I would think she's got to know that, right? Or was it more for like? Her white base that are like, yeah, we're not racist. <laughs> Probably. That, that's my guess. Yes. <laughs> Most yes. likely that. Okay. What about what about this one? Did you hear when Hillary Clinton said that it is a fact that more red states have higher crime than blue states? That that's her talking point. I wish. Yeah, I, I do like how we're focusing on states now, not cities. Uh, well, yes, exactly, and. <laughs> That the the whole point is, and there's an article here that actually it's from Fox News, so obviously um, they're against well, what she says. She comes out because obviously the Republicans are running on this massive crime wave. Right. The Democrats are there's so much high, so high crime with the the Democrats, and I don't know if that's true or false or or not, but it seems to be a talking point. Right. Well, Hillary, Hillary comes out like two it's days true. two days before election is like, uh, the Republicans are just trying to scare you, and it's a known fact. <laughs> That red states have higher crime than blue states. 
Now, if this was a known fact, why are they waiting till now to point that out? Because the Republicans have been saying this for like two right. fucking years now, and nobody has come out and said, hey, uh, newsflash, red states have higher crime. If it is that, like, well, duh, obvious, right. why is she just now, at the last minute, throwing mm -hmm. this Hail Mary pass saying, guys, all my listeners that are probably voting blue anyway, it's, it's, a, it's clearly a fact that red states have higher crime did her and chelsea talk about this on their podcast fierce <laughs> probably with uh with uh the wap chick yeah right most likely um so so fox news came out and basically debunked it as they do but Everyone. basically saying what you said uh, that yes it's red states but it's predominantly blue cities in the red states like chicago yeah like illinois has a very high crime rate you know where it all is chicago <laughs> illinois is a blue state but it, it's like you know, most of our area is like pretty red. Yes. Then now, you get up into Chicago and it's all blue and that's where all the crime seems to be. Now, like the Democrats said, if you throw out, out, out all the murder, the crime rate goes right. way down. If you throw out all the shitty cities that are in the red states, the crime rate goes way the fuck down. Like if you get rid of Chicago, New Orleans, mm. St. Louis, um, I don't know, what are some of the other... Uh, sit blue cities and red states. New York City. New York City is a blue state because it's mostly New, New York, York City. City. But um, I think if you got rid of New York City, it'd oh, be a yeah. pretty damn red state Absolutely. too. So, um, <laughs> I don't know what what did you did you see that video of Hillary? Did uh, had you heard that one yet? I hadn't actually. I think oh. I heard somebody mention it, but I I I heard the quote. I I don't even know if I knew it was Hillary, but. It doesn't matter who it is. It's wrong. It was definitely Hillary. and Beautiful I, sign of desperation, though. I get, yeah. Why is Hillary talking still? That's my real question. Yeah, the fact that people think she still has credibility is scary as shit. Yes. Um, the fact that she still thinks she has credibility is scary as it shit. It is. Like, Do you think she's going to try to push for a comeback? Because she's been coming out a lot more lately. I hope so. She needs to come out. Why not? <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> Bernie's still hanging on for dear life. Biden's still kicking. Like all these people are just going to keep going. They're going to keep trying until they die because they literally have nothing to live for other than trying to obtain power. So why wouldn't they? Sure. I mean, what does that say about the Democratic Party that those are their superstars? <laughs> right. Yeah. But look at the superstars on the Republican Party. Well, that's why everybody's say, scared of Carrie Lake. You got DeSantis and right. Trump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Who hate each other, by the way. Yeah. Uh, as of now, they're like, uh, the Democrats are coming out and saying that DeSantis is basically a Trump puppet, but Trump is bashing on DeSantis, and DeSantis was bashing on Trump this week, so I'm not sure yeah. how that plays out for them, but um, yeah, it's interesting. What does it say for our society that this is all the superstars that we have all across the spectrum? Yes, right. That yeah. Between all the Democrats and all the Republicans and the millions of people in this country, like, the the most spry and young and agile is like a Beto O'Rourke dork. Like <laughs> that's it. Like that's your new Barack Obama's Beto O'Rourke. I'm holding out hope for Yay. <laughs> I'm holding out for Pete Buttigieg. That that's that's my that's yeah. who's gonna save America. All right, let's mm -hmm. move to the next stupid thing that I heard this week. This is from this is from a city council election in Portland, Oregon. So something that doesn't affect us at all, but it, it's awesome because uh, this woman, Hardesty, what's her first name? I, d I don't know. 
That's a Hardesty. Her, her name is Hardesty, though. She told her voters that um, this election will determine if Portland moves towards a more humane, anti-racist future or if we will slide back into Oregon's white supremacist and classist history. Now, she's How black. How could Portland be more anti-racist than it already is? So, so, Isn't that where Chaz was? Yes. yes. Now, now, what do you want? Now, now she's basically saying... If you don't vote for me, we're going to slide back into ra- uh, racist white supremacy. Do you know who she's running against? And and now, remember, this is city council. It's not supposed to be like Democrat, Republican in right. the first place. It's just a person running <laughs> on, council. on their their own morals. But the person she is running against is Latino. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a staunch Democrat, no less. <laughs> of course, of course. His name is it does uh, not matter. Rainy he is the enemy. Rene Gonzalez. Um, he it, it says um, his website says he's a lifelong Democrat, firmly pro-choice, pro-gun reform, and committed to a city where families of all lifestyles are welcome. <laughs> and he's not black. He's not black. And he's not her, so he must right. be uh, a <clears throat> vote for white supremacy. Right. He's so, a mega Republican. Yes. <laughs> so again, politics are stupid. Yeah. And they're all just talking points. And everybody down to the local level has got to the point where it's like, if you don't vote for me, you're voting for white supremacy oh, yeah. or communism they're or something. each other alive. Yes, exactly. It's like they're both supposedly on the same side yeah. here. And they both supposedly support the same things. But because it's not her, she's regurgitating these talking points of, well, you, do you want white supremacy in this city? <laughs> and he's like, I'm fucking Mexican. <laughs> His response was... Be better, Joanne. I'm a proud son of a Mexican migrant worker married to a Latina woman raising three biracial children working towards a city that doesn't judge people or candidates based on their race. The election is about restoring... We called Larry Elder the, the black white face or the black face of white supremacy. Like that was the best they could come up with because he was a black Republican. Who said? Who called him this? Uh, the media called Larry Elder that. They he was a very pro- uh, like prominent like media figure in California. In California. It, yeah. yeah, they called a black man the black face of white supremacy. Yes, yes, and but but the Republicans are the racist ones here. Yes, hmm. well that's the thing. He's a Republican, therefore he's a racist, but he's also black, which makes it a little bit of a conundrum. So he's got that internalized racism. So he is the black face of white supremacy. He's an Oreo. Oh my god. <laughs> And this was like two years ago. Yeah, when, I uh, missed that. Gavin Newsom's shit was going. Yeah, when How Gavin did... Newsom was being recalled, he ran for governor. I missed that yeah. so much. How did I miss that? All right, we're running out of time. We got to get through more stupidity. Uh, I wish I could play videos, but I can't. Uh, Joy Reid, you've uh, heard you heard her. the recent from Joy Reid and inflation, right? How nobody's ever heard of inflation before Republicans yeah. brought it up as a mega talking point. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... We get it. You're stupid. You don't have to just go out and broadcast it. We don't all think the same way as you. Now, now yeah. So the video, she says that um, had anybody be, before now, be, a while ago, the only people that ever you uttered the word inflation was uh, journalists and uh, or economists and so it, it it's weird that republicans are bringing up this word that's not co- she says common tongue to uh like the the common folk here the phrase common tongue is less common tongue than inflation <laughs> than inflation yeah <laughs> now now are, does she really think 
it took a Republican to tell us that things are more expensive now than they were uh, two years ago. Is is that what she thinks? It's just like, man, if it wasn't for all these Republicans, you wouldn't even know that things sucked right now. Um, so damn to, these Republicans for pointing out the fact that shit sucks right now. To be fair, simul- Joy okay. Reid is only like 52 years old, so they haven't had really bad inflation since she was a little kid, and so she probably doesn't even know what inflation is. No, the the fun now. <laughs> well, yeah, so- now. <laughs> So, we can all see it in real time, but yes. it, the the thing that amazes me about this is that it sh- like the media always calls us stupid. They always <laughs> insinuate that we're stupid, but this is like proudly declaring that she's very stupid. Yes, but because she's like, I've never heard of this inflation thing before, and you guys haven't either, right? It's like, no, that, we all have actually. Yeah. You, you imbecile! But the the, the, slot. the fucking stupid. The the worst part of it is eight months ago on her show. Um, she was defending inflation and saying, uh, we had this pandemic and people were sitting on all this money and then it opened back up and people wanted to buy a bunch of stuff and the supply lines couldn't keep up with it. And we have this thing called, and she said this, we have this thing called inflation. So she basically gave inflation 101 eight months ago on her show and then <laughs> last week hear joy reed nobody watches her 101 show. on inflation yes <laughs> i would love That's, to hear that basically what i said is exactly how she explained it but she has the audacity to say nobody had heard of inflation until the republicans brought it up yeah. it's like bitch you were explaining what inflation was eight months ago defending inflation <laughs> and nobody watches her show <laughs> right That's she's fair. saying that nobody watched what when i described the thing <laughs> yes nobody's ever heard of this thing that i've told you about before now what does it garner votes by explaining to the general populace that they're all fucking stupid feel like that's a they they try that every year yes gavin newsom <laughs> did it during yeah. covid it's like you need us to explain to you what's going on because you don't, you don't understand. understand what's happening right now i'm gonna play the devil's advocate here okay i like to um do you think she's wrong no i mean no. yes we know about these things yes. and the minimal stuff about economics and inflation how that stuff works but the general public the, the reason why she feels comfortable saying this is because she's not really that wrong and most people will hear it and be like yeah i didn't really understand inflation either so thank you for for yeah. validating my stupidity i don't feel as dumb now because you said that we are all as dumb as i am but my i think I, she might be right she yeah. probably is right but again like how does it work towards your campaign to say you know you're stupid you should vote for me because i'm not as stupid as you or you should vote i don't for know this how guy. it helps them yeah <laughs> other than convincing dummies that things aren't so bad but uh I, I don't know how you go to the, the gas station and see that it's, you know, higher than it was before. Like, right. you can see the effects. There, It's not that subtle anymore. I don't know how many times you have to buy a loaf of bread for $7 before you're like, hey, this didn't used to be $7. Yeah. I mean, a carton of eggs the other day was like 6 bucks. I'm like, that's crazy. That's really expensive. And then we accidentally left them out on the counter. Oh, and no. And, yeah, I just burned $6 through my pocket. And yeah. so, um, good way. yeah, I was just like, you know, we should probably eat these anyway. Recently. Yeah. What's a little that's, salmonella that's, for six bucks? Yeah, it's a, this is a six dollar gamble we're playing here. <laughs> it, it might be worth it's it. It's like cookie dough. Just go with it. Yes. So uh, I don't 
I don't. Fuck. But I, I can see people being like, oh, yeah, she's right. You know that. Yeah, they don't. Well, the Republicans are trying to bait us with this inflation shit. Well, the thing is, yep. the only people that are watching her show are the people that are voting against Republicans anyway. Right. She's on this MSNBC. Is true. So this is true. it's not that she's going to convince a Republican or somebody that might vote Republican. Hey, uh. It's not as bad as it looks. No, it's basically her just reinforcing her base, yeah. saying, you know, uh, I know you're following us, and uh, just keep following us because they're stupid, um, that's, and that's you're stupid. That's too, though, isn't it? If she know, like, she has to know that predominantly the only people who are going to be watching her show already agree with her, but she still feels the need to remind them that, they're stupid. that they need to vote <laughs> in the way that she wants them to. That's yes. like. But that's pretty telling. Like she knows that even her own base might be swayed the other way because things have gotten that bad to where she's like, things aren't that bad, actually. And remember how you agree with me. Just keep agreeing with me and vote blue. That's all you need. to But, do. but isn't that the same on both sides? I mean, who is Sean Hannity or Tucker Carlson really convincing to switch their vote? Right. I mean, it's not like right. some some Repu- or a Democrat's going to be like, oh, Tucker Carlson said a thing. I'm going to vote Republican. He was right. No, they're just like getting their own base like. All it's a big circle jerk for their own base, right. and it's, it's it's hilarious to watch because it's like you you see Tucker Carlson or you see Joy Reid or who's the other MSNBC chick? Is she Come on, though, show, you uh, can't Matt really Al. compare the two. Can you really compare the two? Like Tucker Carlson definitely has more people outside of the Republican sphere that are willing to listen to Tucker Carlson's take than Joy Reid because Tucker Carlson has had some times where he's been right. Right. Joy Reid hasn't had those. She just has <laughs> people that agreed with her the whole time, and yeah. she was never like right and picked up people along the way. Tucker Carlson's been right and wrong here and there. He's, I don't trust him, but he's been uh, he's been right on some things. And as a libertarian, I'm like, yeah, when you're right, you're right. That's all that matters. Joy Joy Reid isn't right now, ever. So how about how about Sean Hannity and Rachel Maddow? How about that? Far far right, far far left. How about is two two sides of the same coin yeah okay so so we'll use that for an example then what is what is uh freaking sean hannity doing that rachel maddow is not doing or for i mean are they really reaching towards the center of the aisle there to pull votes their way or are they really reaching across the aisle to say hey come join our no they're just all they're doing is screaming yeah. screaming things at their own base they saying are- what? They're screaming whatever they can to maintain their ability to keep screaming the things that make them the money. Like, it Fair. really has nothing to do with like, I don't even believe that these people care that much about the politics. They just believe that um, if they say these things loud enough and angry enough and get people riled up enough, then their numbers keep going. Sure. And uh, mm-hmm. Rachel Maddow still has a job somehow. I mean, it's kind of similar to Donald Trump. I mean, is anybody going to vote for Donald Trump that wasn't already going to vote for Donald Trump. Why are they spending all these monies, right. all this money on campaigns in the first place when those people are going to vote for them anyways? Yeah. And they're just going to stay stupid shit. And people are going to be like, yeah, I agree with your stupid point. Um, I'm going to continue to stupidly vote for you because you had a stupid point and I'm stupid. Well, like I said, some of these candidates... They're not trying. They're not even trying to like connect with people. They're literally just saying, I am the Donald Trump supported candidate. And that's all that matters. Like, I'm kind of glad because you're at least not wasting a bunch of I'm sure they're still blowing money on something else. Oh, yeah. But they're not blowing money on trying to convince people of things. Um, I would rather them just come out and say, I, I'm running on nothing. Actually, I'm just <laughs> Donald Trump likes me. So I'm cool. Yes. And then at least the 10 or 12 of us that are like, 
you know, actually thinking about these things are going to be like, well, you're actually, you're nothing. And it doesn't matter what what letter is next to your name. You're you're absolutely nothing. You don't stand for anything. You mean nothing. You might do the job well, but you so, probably won't because the, you don't stand for anything. So does that ruin it for the, the, the young rookie who comes out and he's like, yeah, I got a 12-point plan to get the economy back on track and to fix our our education system and everything and people are like um actually we just want to know which side you are you with trump or without yeah well you're, you're talking to the autistic libertarians yes <laughs> yes we are very familiar with that now, <laughs> here's why economics doesn't work and uh and everybody's like well are you a republican no well then you're a democrat <laughs> well you're talking to a tiktok age where you have like literally 0.8 seconds to make your right. point so once once you get into all this like autistic uh, economic right. shit people like swipe up next and right. so literally all you have time is i'm not trump oh 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 he's not trump let's vote for him right. you yeah, catch it right. between the swipes i mean people have scary the, shit. the attention span of a fucking squirrel right. at this point yeah. so literally all they have time to say is uh vote vote for blue or democracy dies and people are like oh Oh, you you got my attention there, or uh, let's make America great again. That's all I'm gonna say. Right, I don't not gonna why. say how. What? Which is why, because of the TikTok generation that is, has the attention span of a goldfish, <laughs> that's why we have campaigns like Jeremy Kaufman in New Hampshire running for Senate, where we have such uh, poignant ads like "War is gay" and "War is retarded," <laughs> and uh, they get your attention very yes, quickly. I love it. Then they give you an actual message. Now I had a video clip pulled up of a. Uh, a fellow libertarian here in Iowa, um, a video that you may or may not have made. Um, what is the the point of that Iowa libertarian? What's what's his video campaign run on? What is his video campaign run on? What is his it's campaign run on? Rock and roll. I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you made this video. The, the... I, I made three videos for Rick Stewart. Oh, the one I saw Iowa was Governor. basically. Um, Vote for me and you get to smoke weed. <laughs> it's basically his, yeah. his pla platform. <laughs> so, yes. yes. We did one on weed. We did one on psychedelics. And we did, like, uh, like psychedelic therapy. And we did one on uh, imminent domain. And, um, yeah, for, that, for those, we just, like, he was all for doing the funny stuff. And uh, that's the great thing about libertarians is we, we run on principles. And because we're running on principles, we don't care what people think. And we also know that we're going to lose. So that gives it another level of don't give a shit about what people think yes. to where we can actually do f some fun messaging. But, um, uh, yeah, he and I sat down for like a couple hours. He came, he drove out here to the Quad Cities and we sat down for a couple hours and brainstormed in the morning and uh, came up with a spin. And it's basically like each one is just him, like the angry uncle lecturing <laughs> stupid Kim Reynolds uh, yes. for Iowa governor. Um, like weed grows and weed grows in a ditch right there. Uh, corn grows. We can grow corn. Weed grows. Why can't we grow weed? That's basically <laughs> basically like uh, he's talking about uh, being over in Illinois and we'll shoot like uh, three to f or two to three hours probably on each one and cut it down to two minutes. So there's like a shit ton. But um there there's one point where i was like talk about how uh there's weed grown in the ditches over here in illinois because <laughs> like ditch weed it's like there's weed grown in the ditches uh it's like god put it there what do you you think you're smarter than god kim <laughs> like, just condescending douchebaggery now and, uh what's better some of the funnest stuff i've had to work on so that's rick scott's his name right rick stewart rick stewart sorry sorry getting my 
people mixed up. Uh, he's running for governor in Iowa. So if you're in Iowa, definitely go vote for that guy because uh, that's that's the only one I care about is Rick Stewart. Uh, and that's probably the only reason I will go to an election poll place tomorrow is to vote for Rick Stewart because God put weed in the ditches and um, – that's it. Now compare that to I saw a Chuck Grassley ad, and like we said, Chuck Grassley's been in Senate for seventy five years. Um, it was basically Chuck Grassley's a farmer. He knows what it's like to be a farmer. And the picture, the clip that they show of <laughs> Chuck, Chuck Grassley, Grassley was a farmer forty five years ago. <laughs> yeah, right. The clip that they show when they're saying how much of a farmer's farmer Chuck Grassley is is Chuck Grassley. On a brand new shiny lo- riding lawnmower in um, slack, in dress slacks and dress shoes, like driving a never been touched rider lawnmower right. before. It's like, you convinced me Chuck Grassley must yeah, be right. a farmer. Yeah. Chuck Grassley visited a John Deere pavilion and uh, took this photo up. He was a farmer, though, when he was a, a wee lad, so yeah. he knows the value of hard work. Chuck Grassley mowed a strip of lawn that one time in a video. You should vote for him. Yeah, right. Yep. So so the last thing I want to talk about, this just popped up today. I saw instant Happy nine eleven, by the way. Is that what time it is? Oh shit. Yeah. Happy nine eleven, everybody. Uh <laughs> I saw instant outrage against Elon Musk today, and I'm like, oh my God, what did he do now? Because the first thing I saw was some guy who had a blue check mark that I don't care or know who he was said, I am never going to drive a Tesla again, and I am considering leaving Twitter. <laughs> that was his outrage. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, uh, what did Elon Musk do now? Um, this is what Elon Musk said today. Uh, Elon Musk told independent-minded voters to vote for Republicans for Congress. Hmm. It's not the first time he said it, I don't think. It's probably not. A year ago. But that's what the outrage is over. Um, and that's the title. Musk tells independent minders, mind voters to vote Republican for Congress. Here's his reasoning. It's not because he's a MAGA Republican. His reasoning is shared power curbs the worst excesses of both parties. Therefore, I recommend voting Republicans for Congress, given that the presidency is Democrat. I mean, it's logical. Yeah, the balance of powers, you know, right. the the Constitution was founded on was power balance. And he's just like, you know, it's probably not a good idea to all be on one side. So maybe we should have one side on one and one side on the other. And people are like, oh, my God, he supports Republicans. He supports the end of democracy. Dun, dun, dun. Now, now, he came on to defend that and said, I primarily vote Democrat all the time across the board except for this year so i don't know what you're saying but that 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 doesn't matter right because he said he did say like six months ago like i've always voted democrat but now i'll i'm gonna vote republican or something like that i don't remember what it was over at the time but pretty much he did what he said he was going to do and it's not because i i mean maybe he is a MAGA republican i don't know i doubt it but no um maybe maybe he just likes money and he knows Republicans will make him more money, and so that's why he's saying mm-hmm. vote that. There's, it's probably self-serving. Oh yeah. But the fact that they everything can't... Elon Musk does is self-serving. Uh, ah yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, um, what what do you think about this this outrage here? Is it founded outrage? I don't. I mean, it's not founded outrage. I don't give a shit what Elon Musk says. <laughs> I think it's stupid to be offended by him saying that, and I think it's stupid to 
care like for Republicans to be like, yeah, go Elon. Like, I don't trust Elon Musk. I think that he's a, a snake oil salesman yeah. with a lot of money. And um, I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know how, how many times you can like warn us about AI and keep making brain chips for people. And then like, uh, but he's talk about uh, he's making going to brain... take over. He's making the brain chips to fight the AI, the bad AI. He's making good AI to fight the bad AI, obviously. Right. Yes. Obviously. Um, and even like with the stuff that came out last night with Kathy Griffin and Ethan Klein and all these uh, Democrats getting banned from Twitter, there's a part of me that's like, I don't think that's necessarily a good move. Right. And also, I find it fucking hilarious. So, like, <laughs> it it's a toss up. Yeah. Because uh, I, I don't like these people and I like that they're they're not talking now, but at. <laughs> Uh, and president. looking into it further, I know that uh, what Kathy Griffin said, like she basically changed her name to Elon Musk and she had a blue check and she had her Facebook or her her display picture changed <laughs> to Elon Musk. And then she said something like, I don't know, something about Elon Musk or something and made it sound it was really bad, like something about stock trading or some, something like that. But sure. um, it makes sense for him to like temporarily like kick her off and say you can't do this. But he's been on this tirade i guess you could call it with several prominent democrat figures who changed their name to elon musk getting kicked off for having a parody account technically that didn't specifically label itself a parody account mm -hmm. and all these people like i'm torn because all these people are people who who praised like alex jones and milo yiannopoulos getting kicked off of twitter yeah. and everything back in the day and to see them go it's like yeah but i don't want to be the same where we're like celebrating right. this guy who like the whole reason why he said that he was going to buy Twitter was because Babylon B got kicked off mm -hmm. for some parody shit. And now he's going to be like, well, you're not allowed to have a parody account, actually, without specifically labeling it a parody account. Right. Also, he hasn't brought back Babylon B, which I think is pretty sus. Well, it kind of seems like he's throwing like the the tantrum of like what what's the the young king on Game of Thrones? Oh, Joffrey. Yeah, he. it seems like. He's gotten a little bit of power, and he's turned yeah. into a Joffrey. Because I, I thought he was kind of cool uh, being a, a Twitter troll. And then when he took over Twitter, it's just like, well, that's fine, but don't troll me because I am the king, and don't don't make me look bad. And it, it's, I think I've got a worse image of Elon Musk since he took over Twitter than, than now. But um, yeah. we're not really here to talk Twitter. We're here to talk about the election shit and... I find it r ridiculous that the outrage that they're making, somebody's not going to buy a Tesla now because uh, he said vote Republican. It's, it's freaking insane. Like Elon Musk is probably shedding a tear for him right. right now. Yes. Elon Musk is like hurting for money desperately and he needed your your sale. It was funny, um, though, because he, he posted he posted this on Twitter. And he's like, I'm not going to I'm not going to buy Tesla's ever. And I'm considering leaving Twitter. <laughs> it's just like. If you were that outraged, just fucking leave Twitter. Yeah, right. Like, what, Don't what? make there a was... big production about it. Yes. I've always loved Elon's trolling, and there was somebody who did something like that. I don't know. It was a couple of years ago. I did some digging into Elon a while back, and there was one guy who came out and said that he wasn't going – like, he was going to cancel his, per, his like, pre-order of the new Tesla or something like that over some <laughs> outrage bullshit. And uh, the next morning, he woke up, and he had received an email – that said that his order had been canceled like without him even doing it. They were like, no, you're not allowed to buy this now. And he, I, he like, was, that type of 
stuff. I'm like, that's pretty great. That is pretty awesome. But it, it's it's all it's all stupid. It's all bullshit. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, tomorrow is is election day. Dan, the blood moon. What is your your advice to our listeners tomorrow for election day? What what is your profound uh, libertarian advice for tomorrow? What should we do? First and foremost, my most profound libertarian advice is to go listen to Two Scoops Morning News tomorrow morning at 7 a.m., where we will celebrate the end of democracy and the blood moon simultaneously by drinking the blood of children. Yes. But my actual advice would be to... Um, I, I know the expected advice would be to vote libertarian. <laughs> um, I actually had somebody <laughs> message me earlier who was like, hey, I voted today. He voted early, and he was like, there was a surprising amount of libertarians on the ballot, and um, I voted for all of them. And I was like, well, cool. I actually did some research today, and I realized that one of the libertarians was like uh, pro-vax, um, uh, pro, like very open border. I, I'm open to the open border debate or whatever, but very, like a lot of left-leaning positions, really the vax thing, like he was like, um, I, I'm, I'm, I've taken three vaxes and I would take a fourth one if it came out because they're a miracle, but it shouldn't be forced on anybody. I'm like, well, I don't trust you. Like, <laughs> right. You, you're allowed to have that opinion, but I'm not going to vote for that. So like my opinion or my uh, recommendation would be don't vote down ballot for anybody. Mm -hmm. I don't care if they're libertarian or Republican or Democrat, like look up their principles and what they're actually running on. And I know that it's getting really difficult because most of these people just have nothing on their page that they're even running on because they're not running on anything. And if they're not running on anything, then don't vote for them would yeah. be my opinion. And if you have like Democrat or Republican who is running unopposed and you either don't agree with their principles or core values or you um, don't know what they are, don't vote for them. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're voting for, for NOTA. You're voting for none of the above because if you're not even going to put in the effort to make a very simple splash page that says, here's what I believe and why you should vote for me, then why should I vote for you? And I'm not going to. Yeah. So vote for who you actually believe in and don't vote for who you don't. Last question. If you had to write in anybody on any ballot as a write-in vote, who would it be and why? So just one a anybody libertarian to rule them uh, all. Not even a it doesn't even have to be a libertarian. Anybody that you're just like like some people are like I just wrote Mickey Mouse and everything. It's like why the fuck did you even go to the like drive to the right. the freaking polling station then? Anybody in I know your at least party. one person in the world has has written me in for president Perfect. on an actual presidential ballot. Um, and I'm fine with protest votes. I think that libertarianism is generally a protest vote. Um, if I were just going to like write somebody in if my my hypothetical made up figure that I was going to write into anything uh, at right now would be Jeremy Kaufman um, because I'm working on his campaign could also be Spike Cohen and they're very different people from each other both Jeremy's I have one Jeremy Kaufman on one shoulder that is like the devil and then I have Jer Jeremy Spike Cohen on the other shoulder who's like my angel and uh, <laughs> they they both appreciate my sense of humor but they don't necessarily appreciate each other's sense of humor um, but uh, yeah I would write in probably Jeremy Kaufman at this point just because he's actually running for something and um, he's he's right. He's correct on most things. And because war is gay. Because war is gay yes. and also retarded. And also retarded. Bill, uh, write in vote. Like who would be your ultimate write in uh, vote? Actually, um, I do this all the time because I get pissed that I don't know exactly what the judges 
that are running mm-hmm. because they don't tell you what the judges do, right? Yeah. And when I'm in the booth, I don't have time to like Google them. Yes. Right? I just write myself in. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. That's because uh, I believe in me. <laughs> definition of a sociopath. There, you will make a great politician someday. Yes. <laughs> my my write-in vote tomorrow. If I if I choose to write in, I'm going to write in Joe Biden for every position because I want to see his confused brain if he actually gets elected to some like low like city council <laughs> position. He's just like, what about John Fetterman? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one too though. Can I put Another question is do you do, do you would you rather have Oz win or would you rather have John Fetterman win? Because frankly Oz isn't good enough for me to care that whether he wins or not he's just the same as everything else. I, John Fetterman being in there would just be I mm, I want to see so, Fetterman's so, acceptance speech cereal. when yeah. he gets up there and he's just like I like ice cream. <laughs> You know, you make a good point there, because I asked you that. It's like, really, would you take Fetterman over Oz, though? Look at Fetterman. He's going to fuck up everything. I mean, it's already yeah. fucked. Yeah, well, yeah. That would be podcast. At least make it humorous. Podcast gold if yeah. John Fetterman is a public official. Like, not not just like a little small town mayor like he was oh, for yeah. like 13 yeah. years. Like, Senate speech. Like, like, we talk shit about AOC when she gets up and gives a congressional, like, addresses the yes. the House of Representatives. Can you imagine John Fetterman standing up and addressing Congress? Yes. I yeah. want that. Not, not, I want not that now. Not just the podcast gold either. Like, there's something beautiful. Like, when I say Joe Biden 2024, I'm not entirely joking because I know that the option is going to be between Joe Biden and Donald Trump or DeSantis or whatever, and they all have their pros and cons except for Joe Biden, but um, mostly cons. And I'm like, it's I, there's something about me that loves the Joe Biden presidency. Like the longer it goes on, it's like you guys keep having to own up to this thing. You guys ha- keep having to eat crow every single day and backpedal. And like, it's just beautiful. Um, I want to see them try and prop up Joe Biden for four more years. Yes. Put J- John Fetterman in there with him. Yes. Um, like Biden Fetterman them... ticket. The only reason that they will run Joe Biden at this point is because they know that Kamala Harris is somehow worse than Joe Biden's corpse. And that's the only other option that they have right now. So make them keep owning it. Make them keep eating their shit. That's fair. But I do want to see a Biden-Fetterman ticket in 2024. Absolutely. I mean, imagine, just imagine any sort of like speech, anything, where they're both on stage at the same time. First of all, the the person that gets tasked with being their sign language person, that's got to be hard. That's got to be fucking hard. You'd see them blow their brains out on stage. (laughs) Teleprompters, absolute garble, nothing. I mean, the whole thing just goes up in the flames that we want to see it anyway. So so let's do it. let's, Let's make that happen. Everybody here, go vote Joe Biden and John Fetterman in 2024. That is my I think advice. Rachel Maddow would commit suicide. <laughs> that would be worth it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's all the time we got. Dan, Win-win. Dan, I appreciate you coming on and telling me how bad my show sucks. And uh, You're welcome. Yeah. Um, it could have been worse. A lot worse. It could have been. I could have been playing, because uh, I had four or five videos for the second half that would have just been, yeah. especially once it gets to the audio version on the podcast platforms it would have just been like mm-hmm. us sitting in silence and that would have been that would have been fantastic so do you find uh, yourself now thinking back to all the previous episodes and wondering no, no. how many of them didn't have audio no because i extensively edit things and i typically go yeah. to the videos and see how shitty they sound to see if i got a like 
cut them in. So no, I am I am very attentive to my editing. I don't just turn around and post it the next day without looking at shit. I spend a lot of time on it. So no, mm-hmm. no, I would have just I would have found out tomorrow when I went to edit it and been like, I can't post any of this. So sorry, no no episode <laughs> this week, guys. <laughs> piece it all back together and like cut out whenever you guys talk and then put it back in that... pretty much yes. yeah i i might have saved you from a blood red moon nightmare <laughs> yes I, I, absolutely everybody remember to go out and vote for stupidity tomorrow because that's all john it is. fetterman vote for john fetterman <laughs> write john fetterman into every blank on every ballot because that is how we save democracy <laughs> Can't hurt it. <laughs> Dan, while you're here, why don't you tell everybody where we can find you and who you are and stuff? My name is Dan. I host a show called The System is Down on the thesystemisdown.tv, which can be found on the internet. You just turn on, push the power buttons, the circle with the line through it on the back of your computer, <laughs> typically, and then you wait for it to boot up, and then it probably won't work <laughs> if you, uh, you run one. off of a, a PC these yes. days. Clearly. So buy a Mac, buy a Mac, and then turn it on, and then go to www.thesystemisdown.tv, where you will find that. That's that's <laughs> the most extensive explanation of where to find yourself I've ever had a guest do on the show. So thank you. I can go on if you need. If, no. <laughs> if you if your listeners are too simple to to have picked up on what I'm putting down thus far. I can continue. Is your show doing anything election related tomorrow that people should tune in for? Um, <clears throat> tomorrow morning at seven a.m. I believe um, on on YouTube.com forward slash the system is down. You can watch uh, two scoops morning news where we'll be talking about the end of democracy and having a party. This is my way of telling you subtly, Craig, that that's what we're doing tomorrow morning because <laughs> I just now decided. Right. And then on. Uh, tomorrow night on Dave Casey's show, Dave versus Goliath. I'm going to be going on there, I believe, to uh, he's going to be having quite a few people on to do just an election night party. And I'm very glad that he did because I thought about doing it. But then I realized I don't pay attention, actually, to most things. And I'm not going to try to pretend like I do. So you but just, I will. You just want to go on and drink and talk shit is what you want to do yes. without having to worry about things. Yes. Okay. Hopefully his videos work. I I I hope so. <laughs> I, that that sounds like a hoot. I am jealous of you. Yeah, but it'll it'll be fun. Yes. And then uh, Wednesday at two p.m. Uh, normal news stuff. Probably doing some post-election coverage if <laughs> any of us are still alive to talk about it. We won't. We're gonna be, probably be talking about um, how remembering our fondest memories of democracy by that point. Yes. Yes. That is all. We are way over our time because. That's that's what we do. We never stick to our time. Never. But this has been fun. Not as fun as I would have liked, but fun. <laughs> um, mostly not as fun as I would have liked because Dan, you showed up, and I understand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We didn't have any audio? Yes, that too. So, everybody, have a great rest of your week. Make sure you join us tomorrow morning for the Two Scoops Morning Show with me and Dan there. Um, because he decided what we're going to talk about tomorrow. So we're going to talk about things, and it's going to be fun. Um, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time, as always, every Tuesday and Thursday. Make sure you show up for those, because it's always a blast. Uh, make sure you check us out all over social media. You can find us at the Break the Bell Pod. Um, share it, like it, subscribe, do all those things the kids tell you to do these days, um, so we can be better at our jobs, or worse. I don't know. Um, 
or we'll just continue to be what we are, but for more people. So That's what we are. Be back for the weekend wrap-up, which is inevitably where we wrap up your week on the weekend. Um, otherwise, be back here next Monday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Same time, same channel. Don't miss it. It'll be fun. Uh, we'll catch you next time. War is gay. War is gay. Dan, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bell Brick the Bell Podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.